2: Come on, you can keep Are you ready for
3: Break down, baby. Who
2: the hell is this? Alan, you have been described by your enemies as evil, insane, manipulative. Who are you? To examine, to examine it would be to, like, demystify
4: it. You're going to it with a tasty groove, okay? Wow. It definitely makes me cringe. Very, very, very painful. One, two, three. take it. take it.
5: Come on. God damn it. Put you one.
2: The Alan Cox Show on one hundred point seven. You ignorant trick bastard. WMMX Cleveland.
6: What's going on, everybody? Good afternoon. Welcome. Make myself a note here. Ooh, I like this pen. What is this pen?
7: Huh. I think that was one of my pens. Is it? Is that one
4: of your pens? Yeah,
7: but you can have it. Well, I, have, no. a I, I have, have a bunch. I have a bunch, too. That's a I, great pen. It, you've done a lot for me. You can have one of my pens. <laughs> Thanks. You've earned it. I, I'm
6: very proprietary about the pens I use, but I've been thinking of branching out. But well, there I am on our live stream on our YouTube channel applying my lip balm, Bill. Oh, yes. This is a bit of a delay there. There's a uh, usually a lip balm count going. Oh, is there? Yes. Okay, well, there's number one. For mm-hmm. those of you who are working the bingo card at home, yeah, I'm, I'm usually pretty specific about the pens I like. I'm a creature of habit, so if I find something I like especially in an administrative capacity, I'll stick with it. And I've been using these paper-made blue mediums for a long, long time, and I thought, you know, why limit myself to one kind of pen? Why why do that to myself? Why not... Why not live a little? ...taste as much of life as I possibly can, right? So then I bought some uh, Pilot Easy Touch. Medium, because I still don't like the fine point. I like a medium ball point. Yeah, you nice medium tip. And I like a medium tip. And um, but Bill's uh, pen is great. It's a Pilot G two. Yeah, those are good pens. I like this a lot. Maybe I'll stick with it. It's get a bit, bit more of a felt ball point uh, tip to, it, to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, whatever. Okay, so we've covered my pen use. We're off to a good start. I don't know how much of a show I've got planned for you today. I've had, I've been, I have been interrupted and distracted in so many directions today for administrative minutia. It is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Don't people know what I have to do on a daily basis? Aren't they aware? Don't they know? They know, but they don't, don't, care. don't care. I know because they've got their stuff they've got to do too. I understand. They just sweep me up in it. My name is Alan Cox. Welcome. Thanks for showing up. Say hi to Bill Squire, who's right here, too. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Check out the live stream. Yep, it's at our YouTube channel, which you can go directly to alancockshow.com. Bottom of the page there, we'll hook you up uh, through to YouTube. Poundcake's back behind the glass. Afternoon, white people. Happy Tuesday. How you feeling, Poundcake? I'm good. On such a gorgeous, gorgeous day as today. (laughs) Mood AF.
7: Mood (laughs) AF. I spent part of the day at the BMV, so it is the perfect day to be there, because... This day looks like the inside of a BMV feels.
6: I got to say, I've never really had the traditional, stereotypical
7: BMV or DMV experience. It's always been relatively... I mean, there wasn't any problem. It's just there's so many people. Number
8: 231. Yeah, you got to wait. A lot of
7: waiting around. There is... A lot of smells. A lot of just weird people in there because you just mix with everybody that has to be in there. Yep. And so there's just kids that are there with their parents that are just weird, odd kids, yep. and you're just like, okay, you just, you're just you going to carry around a giant bag of pretzels and feed it to your stuffed animal, <laughs> and we're all just going to go with you on this journey, I guess.
6: And then when you leave, you go, holy Christ, all those people are going to be out there on the road Driving, later right. Yeah. They might just be there for their ID. I, I, I assume that's where you go or if you're j- just going to get an ID. Or tags or
7: whatever. Something, yeah. but that means you're behind the wheel of a car.
8: The last time they're,
7: I... They're participating in our society. That's right. That's... That's what's happening.
8: The last time I went to the BMV, I had to get my 25-year-old driver's license, the one that I'll have till I'm like 30. But the lady that's sitting next to me, she was just like, uh, she sneezed. I said, bless you. And then she went into like a whole conversation about how her daughter got murdered. It was real deep. Pardon me. (laughs) I kid you not. That's a lot. Thank you so much. Did I mention my daughter was murdered? It was literally like that, that, that transition that you just made. That's literally how it happened. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> "Whoa, this is some heavy shrimp for me." Just trying to get my old man driver's license. And so, Do you you think
7: w- she was accusing you? No, she uh, she just the killer looked
4: just like
8: you. No, Can she, you help me solve this mystery? She she needed to vent, and yeah, actually, it is unsolved. It was she, uh, I guess, one of her daughters, ma'am. Went, perhaps you should vent to the police. I think she probably did. Yeah, probably. She was complaining that no, she didn't find justice for her daughter. She a black one? Yes. Ma'am. I was like, she's like, my daughter was in a drive-by. I was like, oh, that's gangster. She's like, no, my daughter was shot in a drive-by. I was like, oh. That's (laughs) unfortunate. (laughs) You thought she was, that's hilarious. You thought she was bragging? Oh, my daughter's in a drive-by. You thought she was behind the trigger? Yeah, I didn't know she was the ones without the guns. I'm like, oh. That's
6: interesting how your brain, she's telling you about her daughter that was murdered, but you think the daughter was in the car. Yeah. Operating the heat. I'm real awkward with stuff like that.
7: Yeah, you are.
6: Well, I don't know if anybody would handle a situation where a complete stranger is explaining her daughter's unsolved murder to you. Just, but maybe I, not jump to, oh, your daughter's a gangster? That's cool. Oh, that's gangster. No, no, no. <laughs> Dumbass, she's the one who got killed. Yeah. She died from lead poisoning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, did that uh, make the conversation take a turn for the worse?
8: No, because my they called my number, thank God. Mm. Like... Yeah. Two sixty one. I'm like, Whoop, that's me. Gotta go.
6: <laughs> well, ma'am, uh, I certainly hope you can find justice down the road.
8: I was just like, okay. Well. Sorry
6: to hear your story. Nothing that cool has ever happened to me at the DMV. Boy, I've never, I've never, I've just stood there and and uh, wait for my number to
7: be called. I give. Uh, there's one lady. I can't remember what I think her name was like Lydia or something like that. And she was just running the show there, just getting people through that place fast delegating all these different things, getting people to the right pl- spots, and she was doing a great job. So these days you It can, wasn't like the workers were taking their time or anything like that. Saw, like, There's just a lot, it's a lot of No, it's just a lot of volume. There's just a lot of people going through. These days, you can dick around on your phone
6: while you're away. Back in the day when I'd get my license renewed, you had to sit there reading, you a know, magazine. Illinois Driver Monthly or whatever it was. I just realized, I, I just randomly looked at my license over the weekend, and mine expires on my birthday this year. It's already been three years, and I cannot wait... To get a new photo, because my driver... I know people go, oh, my driver's license photo sucks. Mine really sucks. So I'm happy to get a new one. Not like it's going to be amazing, because I take awful pictures, but anything will be better than the one I got on there now. Post it. Okay. It's awful. I'll post it right now. My well, wife, the address, the though. <laughs> uh, yeah. no, no, I block I out the address, but I mean, it's it. it uh, you know, it, it looks like I jerked my head back or something, so it looks like I've got nine chins. Look at that. That's my picture that I've had for the past three years. So even if, <laughs> you know what I mean? So even if I got pulled over, they go, "This ain't you. Who's this?" You know? I just like I. Yeah, go,
7: yeah you, you kind of got like a chin tuck going yeah, in there. Yeah, it's
6: no good because I hate I do. I just hate having my phone. So I, I randomly glance. At it. I'm like, "Oh, hey, it expires this summer."
7: What they should do cool. is everybody knows how to take pictures. You should be able to take your own license like picture. A <laughs> so you can take a selfie. So you can look the way you want to look on your picture. Because bring your be, own lighting. Yeah, I mean, even if you just do it there with their camera, but you get to like. Hold the camera and, you know, or just bring one and upload it so you can have, like, the dog ears. <laughs> that
6: you should be able to do. Yeah. You know, they, they could put some restrictions well, on it. They go, look, you can't have your dog in it. You can't be wearing a colander on your head. But you can do if you've that. you got a good
7: photo of yourself, send it. You can actually do that. As long as you hit this, the right required. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm
2: going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the godfather. Now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: VGW
8: Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
4: Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that let's put it online and see what happens stage.
9: And the
8: site is live.
0: That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage.
8: This one's going to Thailand.
4: And that wait, did we just hit a million orders stage whatever your stage businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for your one dollar a month trial at shopify.com slash listen
7: for a passport picture you can do that now yeah. it's easier to just go to like a cvs and have them take it for you but if you know enough about photography you can just sit it at home and do that and then and i don't and, and uh, mail it in i think my passport might uh,
6: expire this year too Oh, it's going to be a great it's year for, for Alan years.
8: getting... I know. Damn. I just got a passport this year. I haven't had a passport ever.
6: Well, there you go. Now you've got one. Now you can get all those little
2: stamps from all those places you go.
8: Alan Cox. His parents think he's a
2: proctologist. He has a real job. Because the truth is just too disgusting. 100.7 WMM
6: Five one nine two, i going to give you a text. I'll have another keyword for you in about 10 minutes. Could get you 1000 bucks. 30 minutes past every hour, we do the $1,000 bribe. Happily titled because every one of these keywords has 1000 bucks that somebody wins. If it hasn't been you thus far, you have plenty of chances to do that. So, 3.30, 4.30, 30 and, spoiler, 6.30, uh, this afternoon you can win. Cavs tonight in Miami. They'll play the Heat at 8 o'clock. I assume the weather's much better there. Uh, so 7.30 here on MMS is when your pregame coverage will begin. I'll be in Florida next week. Oh, yeah. I've been to Florida in Florida a long time. You're heading out this weekend, right? I am. We're driving. That's a long drive. Oh, boy. With a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my wife Tell has some... your pee jars. <laughs> 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 we were having that conversation yesterday um, about pee jars... And I'd like to think that I'm above a pee jar, and I'm going to at least live by that maxim. I'm going to live as though I don't need a pee jar. Now, upon return from that trip, I'll be able to better update everybody as to whether or not I was able to make it the entire way. But I'm I'm pretty confident
8: that I will not need a pee jar. I believe in you, but uh, who knows? You get, know, get a P10, get like a Maxwell House emptied out. You know, coffee grounds. But you know sure. why I wouldn't want that? Well, because of the sound of it hitting the tin. I just wouldn't want that.
7: Yeah. I'd want something to at yeah, least
6: dampen the... Right?
7: <laughs> I love that rain fall, on a tin roof. Come I'll, on, that's one of my favorite sleep settings. I'll fall asleep
6: at the wheel because I'll feel like I'm camping. Mm-hmm. That's no good. So yeah, there's at least two reasons why that would be a bad idea for me. <sighs> Honey. No, my wife has some family in Asheville, so we'll we'll break. We'll go to Asheville for a night, and then we'll drive the rest of the way uh, from there. But at the very least, it should be interesting. Hope the weather's nice. I've I've only ever been to Miami,
7: so that's the only place you've ever been to Florida. Yeah! Wow!
6: Yeah, I don't have a lot of
8: experience with Florida.
7: See, my grandma lived in St. Augustine, so we go down there. Isn't
8: that place so cool, St. Augustine? Yeah.
7: No, because my grandma was a hoarder, so like I just had <laughs> terrible <laughs> times down there. It was it was gross. Uh, she had a lot of birds. Uh-huh. <laughs> like the any time we got out of the house was fine, but just being down there. One time, my dad drove back with my mom, and he had flown down, and you could switch tickets back then. And so he just let me take his ticket. and I got to fly home, but it meant I had to stay with her for like three more days. Right. And I was like, "Cool, I'll do this because I want to fly. I've never flown before. I was like twelve years old. Longest three days of my life. It was so uncomfortable being there with her, just me and her and her birds. Right. Oh.
6: And what the trip was made just so that everybody could kind of see each other once in a while.
7: Yeah, we go we go once a year or so. We usually go in over like summer break. But that's when my dad was busiest, so he could only come down for like a couple days because. And it was his mom. No, it was my mom's mom.
6: Your mom's mom. Okay. Yeah. So he was like, "Oh darn!" Yeah, he. I've got to he, work.
7: He had no excitement about it at all. He, like, and usually by the time like he would come down, and that's when we'd go to Disney or Busch Gardens or something to get away from all that stuff.
8: Right. So they had a bunch of like little shops in there it's all old timey. it reminds me of I've never been to New Orleans but that's when I was there it kind of reminded me of that because they have like the little horse and buggies everywhere and they do like the haunt walks Yeah, it, it was like the Spanish you know there, there's old little Spanish castles there where they settled and stuff it's kind of cool
6: the anywhere we travel Gwen wants to zero in and where the haunted areas are yeah it's, so it's she super... loves
7: that stuff We, we, so we well, the country's built on a graveyard so you're fine they're yeah. everywhere that's true
8: we went there for a night, and we saw people walk around with, like, little torches and old, like old-timey like old hats. You know those big, like, Abe Lincoln hats? People were wearing those, and they were telling stories. <laughs> the tri-corner <laughs> it, hats. Yes, it was so yeah. cool, though. I was like, man, I want to do that. And Mom was like, we're not doing that devil-worshiping stuff. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mom, fine. Yeah.
6: Devil-worshiping. Yeah. Well, we're going to Amelia Island, which I, which when Ryan Berglund was here, was here he was like, oh, because he travels a lot. He's like, oh, that's pretty nice down there. I'm like, God, don't tell me that. I don't want to spend a ton of money down there, but it's, <laughs> I, I guess it's, I, you it's like it to be crappy. <laughs> well, I don't want it to be crappy, but I don't want it to be like paradise. Ooh, yeah, there's a fine line, man. You know treat what I mean? yourself. <laughs> now, are you right. going to run into? I'm not breakers? a treat yourself guy. I don't think so. Amelia Island is right over the Georgia line, so it looks like it's like 45 minutes from the Georgia border. So it's very northeast Florida. I still feel like I might. In this
7: day and age, there's always going to be people. Looking for a bargain spring break. But that's what I mean. I don't know if this is a bargain.
6: It sounds pretty hoity-toity. Okay. We're going with my wife's family. I
8: figure most of Florida is like retired people because it's just a huge plateau. Like it's nothing but beaches everywhere. Well, it's it's
6: weird. I shouldn't say I've only ever been to Miami because we went to a wedding. Peninsula,
7: peninsula. sorry. What did he say? It's a huge plateau. Peninsula, (laughs) I'm sorry. You know, for a
6: state that stereotypically everybody makes fun of because it looks like a penis. Right. He shouldn't be screwing that up at all. A plateau. Plenty of it is a plateau. Um We went to Orlando for a wedding years ago, so I have been to Orlando. But that town has a weird vibe because everything's fake. Yeah. It's fake lakes, it's fake trees, it's Disney, it's fake people. It's You got it's hit up
7: by swingers there, right?
6: Hit up by swingers. The hottest swingers I've ever seen in my life. What do you, what now granted, if you've only had exposure to Ohio swingers, not a real high bar to cross, but just objectively speaking, unbelievably hot swingers.
8: I've heard that story. What story is that?
6: I got hit up by hot swingers in but Orlando. But how did that happen? Well, we one of my wife's best friends was getting married, and so uh, they were... Because she didn't know them, so they must have been friends of his, because they were in the wedding party. So, like, the night before... are asking to do the swap. After the rehearsal dinner, where everybody just goes out and gets ripped, mm-hmm. this guy who looked like The Rock, and his Mm. girl, who looked like a Japanese cartoon character. Oh, yeah? Like, this guy was jacked and tall. He looked like he could have put his arm around her waist five times over. And they were super nice, real nice. I think if you're a
7: swinger, you got to be pretty nice. That's how they get you. If you're trying to get people to have sex with you and your partner and, like, swap around, you can't do that with, a like, a crappy attitude maybe so but the way these two people looked now granted they,
6: they yeah they were kind of they were kind of feeling me out because mm-hmm. at first they didn't know who i was with i had to ask who they were um and they were like oh there's so uh, they're swingers i'm like oh really because i just thought they were like a good-looking florida couple and I mean?
7: open about it to, enough to the point where people in the wedding knew they were swingers
6: well, friends of friends, I guess. Yeah. yeah, probably not everyone in the wedding party, but enough people. And if you look like that, what do you care? Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you care if people know that you do that? It's the people running around that are like all slovenly. They got oiled up mattresses in their garage that nobody wants to anything
8: to do with. <laughs> so how did they approach you? Did they say, hey, you want to, you know, come back to the uh, hotel? Well, or they're what? like, no, no, no. It really
6: wasn't that overt. But it was one of those things where you know what open. they're ge- you know yeah. what they're getting at. Have a cocktail. (laughs) I don't feel so good. Uh, No, they were very nice, you know, but objectively uh, prime specimens. I mean, anybody who was banging either of these two people should have considered themselves very fortunate. Very good looking people. Now, that said, obviously, I don't know if they were any good at it. I don't know how far into the swing game they were. They could have started the week before. They could have both looked at each other and said we can't just be limiting this to us. We got to get out there and see what's up. But I would think that people who look like that are they've got to be a rarity in the swing community. Because I would imagine I most people
7: who are looking to get porked by other people's you know, I feel they're like not that, great looking people. I feel like the swing community is definitely tiered in different ways. Like I feel like there's some people you're going to you're going to get all types because you're going you're going to have the really really hot people, and then you're going to have the people that are just pretty regular. And then okay. Then you have the people that are just like, oh okay, I don't know if uh, you should be having sex at all. But, but
6: hot like, swingers got to go with hot
8: swingers. Which yeah, you, yeah,
6: yeah. You 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 uh, mess around with your own tribe. as yeah. it were, Yeah. In your
8: league, that's how I think of go. You can have a big hotel party at your house, and then that's right. How but you I always
6: get the feeling too that swinging isn't necessarily what the person looks like. I mean, a hole's a hole. So I think at the end of the day, there'd be some cross-pollination throughout those tiers. I know we have a lot of people who swing and listen to the show. Maybe you can school me on this, but I mean, I've met people up here in Ohio... In Illinois, Midwestern
8: swingers, yes, right? They look the way you think they're going to look, but you might enjoy it. But your partner might look at you like, okay, so that's what gets you <laughs> off, after, like afterwards. So you might enjoy it at the time, but then you're like, what's, well, what's with Claire East? Like, why but did aren't you, swinger, why, But aren't
6: swingers pretty open about everything? I, I think they're they very
7: open, of, and
8: I think it's there's rules you have to check th- in. Th-
7: there's rules, but there's also like I think one of the biggest turn ons of the entire thing is if being it being about trust, being oh. about with someone where you have a connection. And you're allowing
8: this physical thing to happen, but it's not affecting your, like, trust with each other. See, I wish I could be that person. I honestly wish that I I would not be that petty and that jealous to, like, be okay with that. But the only way I could do a threesome or swinging or whatever is if I was a person going into the relationship. Like, I'll be the jump off. That's fine. I don't want anybody coming into my relationship because I'm insecure. And I'll admit that.
6: Well, again, those are the those are the uh, conversations that people have to have. Unless I
8: got money or I'm famous, like I got to have the leg up here. Like they got mm-hmm. so to, I got to. Listen, at some point, everyone's going to have a leg up. <laughs> I got to be the treasure. <laughs> the treasure. Well,
6: that might be an uphill climb, my friend. Well, if you're going to jump out of every situation in which you are not the best looking person. Most of us would be sitting at home with our thumbs up our asses. Well,
8: I'm not saying every situation, but in that situation, like I figure, if you're gonna have a, like a naked hotel party, you're gonna have an abundance of hot guys and rich guys. And if you're there, you gotta be one of them. <laughs> if you're not, you're gonna be like left out because if you're ugly, then you're, no one's gonna want to bang you. And if you are ugly and you want to bang hot people, you better be rich because that's the only way they're gonna want to bang you.
6: I forget what the organization is called, but it's a publicly known organization and it is a private. Wealthy sex club, like an eyes wide shut type thing. And they advertise they have a big um, induction or party every year at like the Waldorf Astoria in New York. I forget what it's called, but it's it's very expensive to get in. You got to look a certain way. You got to be rich. I'm sure they stock the lake with some fish, too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like fake people. Well, you get some escorts. You get some, you know, if you're going to keep an organization like that of rich, good looking people is it called the NWADP? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I hope it is. <laughs> I hope that's what it's called. Um but I forget what it is, but they do an article on it every so often and they just did another one a couple of months ago. Um and obviously everybody's very secretive about it, but they have they have a public relations person and they're like, "Look, these are all consenting adults and it's all it's legal." So there's nothing illegal going on, at least not uh, at least not on the front end, as it were. Till I pop this molly, then go to work. <laughs> that's right. Go to work. Oh, that would be, is it be great. Sanctum? Probably is. S-N-C-T-M? It, it probably is. Well, that's like a sex club. I just did a quick Google. But don't you have to be really rich or something? I mean, if that's the one I was reading about, you've got to be... You have to get vetted, I think, before you get in there. They don't want any... Uh, they don't want the common clay yeah. mixing in with other people.
8: Yeah.
6: Oh yeah, it's Sanctum.
8: Sanctum. Yeah. Oh, but and a, a club like that is nothing new to like the gay community though, because they have they Sanctum. Have damn near houses. killed them. <laughs> yeah. What's that? I said the gay community has bathhouses. They've had bathhouses for you know fifty something years, sixty years.
6: Right. But you don't have to pay to get in those. That's it's why. why I think bathhouses go back a little f- longer than that.
8: I think they go back to
6: like 400 <laughs> BC. Yeah. I believe yeah. A Greek. Little country called Greece. Yeah. I Greece think, had when... those unlocked. Um. No, bathhouses, you might have maybe had to have been a member, but they weren't vetting people.
7: Yeah, this is like... That's
6: why you'd end up in some kind of human DNA frap when you Ugh. were in there in the in the hot tub True. with randos.
7: You're paying like half a million dollars to get into this club. Right, and it's probably worth every thin dollar <laughs> so, too. I
8: would pay it if I had the money. Of course, who wouldn't? <laughs> You're just a pool of hot people. You could just... You got a half a million dollars to just dip in? Take a hoedown, pass it around. <laughs> a
6: hoedown. down. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's much dancing. Pornhub gives free premium access to cities with sexy names.
7: Is Cleveland sexy?
6: Cleveland is not in there, no. Nor is Uh Uh, Intercourse PA didn't make the cut
7: either, something pointed out. What about West Middlesex?
6: Yeah, rectum in the Netherlands, Uh, dildo in Canada, and a small town in Georgia called Cummings. How did intercourse PA? Isn't there like Blue Balls Michigan or something? Or Blue Ball? What about Butt? Montana. That's Butte, Bill. It's pronounced Butte. <laughs> Although they probably could have squeezed in. Yeah. Yeah. So they've offered, um, you know, Pornhub paid premium subscription service, lifetime access.
8: I would stay there forever. I would just have a house there. That'd be my porn house. <laughs> <laughs> my porn How hub. cakes. Porn your Pornhub. So
7: it were. you just buy a house to get a eight dollar a month subscription.
6: Well, you get it for life, though. But the return on investment would be amazing. But you also
7: get it for free. The subscription, I still don't understand the subscription to Pornhub. There, I you get, know you want the behind-the-scenes <laughs> access. The
8: behind-the-scenes footage. You get, you know, T-shirts and, and, and different type of fleshlights. Like, you, uh. you get stuff. There's bonuses.
6: Climax Michigan is on the list. That's about, like, you could walk there from where my kids live. Fort Dick, California. But no, uh, I, I don't know if there's any uh, spot in Ohio. Oh, like Bieber? It's getting... Beaver, PA. Yeah. I don't know a lot of places in the uh, United States, but uh, Three Way, Virginia. <laughs> <I was kidding. laughs> Big Beaver, Pennsylvania. Horny Town, North Carolina. That's a Horny Town. Horny Town is a real place.
8: I'm take you to Horny Town, French yeah. <laughs>
6: French Lick, Indiana. You know what they're famous for? Uh, what's his face? Um, Hometown of Larry Bird. Larry Bird. That's right. French Lick, Indiana. That's, is that near Terre Haute? I believe it is Terre Haute, Indiana. Yep. Indiana. Uh, who else is on here? There's Horny Town, Big Bone, Kentucky. Don't they have the Big Bone Lick Park out there in Kentucky? Or Big Bone Boners Lake, Wisconsin? There you go. That's there too.
7: Like Horny Town. That's my favorite <laughs> one so far. Won't
6: you take me to Horny Yeah, Horny Town. And it gives you directions if you wanted to see it for yourself. Gonna take it, take it, take to Horny Town. Yeah. So that's uh, Horny Towns in the middle of nowhere. It's actually between Greensboro and Winston-Salem, if you are a fan of the Carolinas. But I still don't, I, I don't quite know. It's a funny PR thing, and that's what Pornhub does. But what do you go, door-to-door offering people premium access?
7: Hey. Hey. Are yeah, well, you, you just, the mayor of Horny Town, North Carolina? Up. Could you just make like an address there and sign up? I would certainly hope you could. I'd hope you'd be able to game the system. Yeah. But I don't know. I want to get some of those T-shirts that Poundcake's so wild about.
6: <laughs> they should put Phuket, Thailand in there, too, even though, mo- I mean, most people <laughs> mispronounce yeah. it. but Just how, how do they th- pronounce it?
4: Ah, I forget. Oh.
6: They mispronounce it. Alan Poundcake was what recounting... Bangkok. <laughs> Bangkok, Oriental City. They, uh, that lady, uh, Poundcake was recounting that story at the BMV about the lady telling him about his, her daughter's murder... Yeah, I was working at a bookstore, and I had a customer ask me where the legal section was, and then she said, then proceeded to gripe about her daughter getting gang-raped in college. <laughs> oh. It was awkward. Right. Yeah, how do you
8: respond for something like Le- uh, that? <laughs> Well,
6: anyway, man, legal's back there. Uh, happy hunting. Anything you can't find there, we can order it for you. Yeah, that's right. to your home. Mm-hmm. We were talking about you know, Toys R Us going bankrupt and retail having a real hard time. And they said uh, two of the more surprising chains that may go teats up by the end of the year, Barnes & Noble, which have been hanging on because they're like in malls or whatever, Yeah, and GNC. So oh, GNC. GNC
7: might go the way of uh I guess, I guess of these other spots. Everybody gets their stuff online now for both those kinds of things, for books and for uh, supplements. It's just so easy to go on Amazon and get all the same stuff. Plus, it's also one of those things where... These are stores where before the
6: internet, you could go in and get things that were borderline embarrassing. Now anything embarrassing, you'll just go directly online. Nobody's gonna walk into GNC anymore and go, "Hey, you got any of that horny goat powder or I, I need that uh, shark boner cartilage. Mm. Nobody's gonna get that in the store anymore. And there's oh. always that one lonely guy working there asking you if you want to be on the rewards program. No, I don't. <laughs> hey, you want any of these uh, creatine gummies? I do not. No, just came in for some vitamins. Thank you though. always trying to upsell you on something. Hey, you want any of these uh lava protein bar? Nope, thank you though. because he has like two people a day come in. so I can't blame him. Have you ever Can bought- you
7: just stay here and be my friend for a little bit? <laughs> Could we just you don't even talk? Have to buy anything? Could we just talk? Do you know
6: anything about whey powder? Do we have mm-hmm. any common ground here?
8: But has that actually happened to you, though? Have you bought anything embarrassing and then, like, you were afraid that someone would see? No. I didn't think so. But I mean. back in the day, that, that's what your little impulse
6: buys at places like GNC would be those little shrink wrap packets of horny goat weed or whatever, you know? It's stuff that you – if you couldn't find it at the gas station, you get it at one of those shops.
7: I think I've been into GNC, like, one time in my entire life. It's not a place that I ever even went to, and I think it was just to get – I don't think I even got anything. I think I was there with someone else. It's just, it's also expensive. I grew up taking GNC nonstop in?
6: vitamins. So right. I was in GNC all the time. But they time have vitamins everywhere.
7: Right. Now yeah. they do. Yeah. Yeah. But even, I mean, like multivitamin, you can get it at Target or a grocery store or anything like we that. We had
6: to get the, oh,
7: hey, we're out of chewable vitamin
6: C. Mm. All right. G, you know, those commercials, they say, I'm making a Target run. That was my family, except it was
8: GNC. Making a GNC run. What did your vitamins taste like? Ass. Oh, I was gonna say because I yeah was, he, had, he didn't have the good ones with sugar and stuff. Yeah, I would have like the Flintstone like. Oh. Well, no,
6: well, the closest we got to candy was the chewable vitamin C's. Those discs that tasted like cherry, yeah. right?
4: But they're so tart, tart.
6: and Oh, chalky. I, like
7: my mouth is watering right now thinking, thinking of them yep. because it's so tart and chalky. It's like a Necco wafer mixed with a Sour Patch Kid. And they used to
6: they used to sell those. Um, they used to sell those like snack bars that are just like honey and grains pressed together. Yeah, you know
7: those Tiger's milk bars. Oh yeah, my grandparents were in this thing called Shackley, which was basically oh right,
6: it was like a it was like a pyramid scheme a pyramid wasn't scheme it? Yeah. and
7: it was heavily like influenced by Mormon people. So I remember that that was their thing, and so that's where we'd get all of our vitamins and supplements and even like laundry detergent, like, they, they had everything, and it was all this, like, real... It's like Amway. Very, yeah, like, yeah. and the packaging was all, like, very basic, no design to it. It was, like, kind of like a bronze with blue lettering. It was always, like, <laughs> embarrassing to have to take any of that stuff in front of, like, a friend or something. Sure. Like, oh, I have a headache, or, oh, I, you know, and I'm like, oh, I don't want you to see oh, you our wanna... weird Oh, Rations. You want
6: a Shackley aspirin? Mm Mm-hmm. Alan, there's a PP Township in Ohio. He's right. Yeah, Pike County, wherever that is. PP Township. I don't know if PP would qualify. They're looking for towns with sexy names or suggestive names for the uh, Pornhub Premium. There is Licking County, though, in Ohio, isn't there? I don't know if PP Township is in (laughs)
2: From the Final Touch Construction Studios, this is the 50th anniversary of WMMS. Buzzard Radio. And iHeart Radio Station. And this is the Alan Cacho.
6: I guess we got to get a couple of contestants. Oh, yeah. Got to get one today. Got to get one tomorrow. We've got Tribe Home Opener tickets to give away. We'll do those on Thursday. Tell people how they're going to win them. Yeah, let's tell them. I think it'll be a very fun way of uh, giving away the tickets. We're going to do it right out here in the hallway. We will have two contestants. We'll have one wiffle ball bat and one wiffle ball. And you will each get a certain amount of time to make contact on the other person's body. you got to whack balls at them. Yeah. And, uh, wiffle ball who, bat battle. Yep. Whoever of the two contestants uh, gets more direct contact... Like a Wiffle Ball Battle would probably... Wiffle Ball... Wiffle Ball Battle. What did you call it? Wiffle Ball Bat Battle. Wiffle Ball Bat Battle. <laughs> bat Battle. If only we could compress that into... Uh, so we'll do that on Thursday, and the winner of that competition is going to get tickets for the Tribe Home Opener, which is a week from Friday, um, against the Kansas City Royals. We will be doing the show live downtown, or at right across from Progressive Field, at the Brickstone Tavern. Uh, we start the show a little bit early on opening day, so when r m g signs off, we will sign on around eleven. then we'll go till three thirty. It's all courtesy of Budweiser. We'll have more tribe tickets for you that day for upcoming games throughout the season. We'll have prizes. Bill will reveal his perm at the live show on April sixth. Um, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. When do you want me to get these contestants? Mm, I don't know. Okay, Should we have any kind of vetting question? Or do we just want two random people? Uh, I don't know about the betting I, questions.
8: You remember what happened last time. <laughs> I I mean.
6: Yeah, I think just random. Okay,
8: I don't have a preference. Because people but, will get real pissed. Because they're like, I know these questions. And there's always people that like. Yeah, but that's fun too. Because yeah. Yeah, no
6: matter who you are, yeah. somebody's going to get on the phone and you might not. So, true, true. You
7: know. <laughs> um, just make sure you can be here though. We're going to get an alternate just in case. Who's this? Victor. Victor, what are you calling about?
10: About the wiffle ball thing. Do you have two already? You
6: want to be part of the wiffle ball battle?
10: Absolutely.
6: How's your aim?
10: Uh, it's been years since I used a wiffle ball bat, but I'm going to get some practice in the next week.
6: Boy, that's... Well, no, you're going to practice. you got to do this on Thursday.
10: Oh, no. Okay, you're Yeah, I'll
6: try. Yeah, you won't have that much time. That's Boy, funny. I couldn't tell you the last time I've used a wiffle ball bat. Probably when my older kids were little. I don't know that I've used one in a while. Okay, well, we'll get... We'll make Victor uh today's contestant and then we'll get another contestant tomorrow can you be up here because we're going to do it up here right outside the studio victor you can do it up here on thursday yeah i'll be there you can be up here okay i don't know what time i guess we'll do it in the
7: around like the five
6: five o'clock i don't want people fighting traffic too much
8: we no, usually... make it around 420 when we usually do, because if they come up here, like, around 5, th- no telling if the downstairs doors will be closed.
6: You can be up here around 420 on Thursday, Victor? Absolutely. All, All right. right. I'll put you on hold. There's Victor. He's contestant number one for the uh, wiffle ball battle.
8: Am I putting him in the computer, or am I just giving him information, or what am I doing? Yeah, just give him the information. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
7: thank you. We're going to need your ID. We don't want... Five Victor showing up. <laughs> like, yeah,
6: I'm Victor. I called. I'll be here. Hey, Martin. Yes? I'm going to get another contestant tomorrow, Martin. Tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going to spread this out. I got Victor today. I'm going to get somebody tomorrow. Okay, I can do it. I'm going to try to call me tomorrow and see if we can get in? Yeah, like 420? Yeah, call whenever and we'll, we, see. You know, we'll see. We'll just see. We'll see. I might want a Marty on the on the bill. Wait, i I got to be there in person or I'm calling? No, I want you to you, – when I take callers again tomorrow, you can call me again tomorrow. Okay. All right, thank you, Martin. Thank you. All right, there's Martin, who's out in Westlake. And boy, is he excited for a chance to compete in the Wiffle Ball Battle on Thursday for Tribe Home <laughs> a, like, Opener t- <laughs> Wiffle Ball bat Battle. <laughs> Our wiffle ball ball bat battle is <laughs> happening <laughs> happening on uh, Thursday. wiffle <laughs> ball ball bat battle.
0: So yeah, we'll just do it right out here. With the Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today, and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly
6: Auto Parts.
2: Oh, oh, oh! O'Reilly Auto Parts.
6: In the hallway, and yep. we'll shut those middle doors, and then uh, we we'll have let people take some wax. The whole thing shouldn't take much more than ten
7: minutes. We have all the stuff already, so I think tomorrow we'll do. A dry run with me and Pound Cake. Yeah, okay. Just to kind of give you an idea of what you're going to be doing, and and then we can figure out how we're going to score it exactly. Because we want—I mean, I guess it's as many hits as. What are we going to do? It's like, as
6: many hits in a certain amount of time. A certain amount of time. Okay.
7: Yep. We'll give them thirty seconds. Okay. Right. Yeah.
6: Give them thirty seconds
7: apiece. Now, do we need extra balls so that they aren't running and grabbing a ball every time? I guess we would need a bu- a bunch of balls. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, and have, maybe have someone there to set it on the or team. have
6: or or have pound cake uh, catch.
7: Yeah, can he play catcher? I, um, Are you yes weird? he he can because he told me the other day I get a random text message from him and it's all out of order because he's got an Android phone and I have and he sent me like five text messages in a row in this group chat right and he's just telling me about how he's like I think I'm ready to bottom again. And I'm like, what are you talking? Like it was so. It was. He's like, I haven't done it in three years. I'm I'm excited about it. It was just very random and out of nowhere. And I was. I didn't know he was uh, just trying
4: to just trying to have a nice calm night. You're just trying to have a nice lobster boil with grandma. Here comes his bottom text. Yes.
8: I didn't know he had ever bottomed. I'm ready to bottom. How do you bottomed? But not for three years. Yeah, I haven't in three, since like Halloween of like, no, for real, I remember the Halloween, <laughs> I remember
6: because the guy was dressed as a
8: werewolf, and so. I yeah. was just like, damn, it's been a long time. Like, I, I think, how do he I know t- I still got it?
7: OMG, I just realized I haven't bottomed in three years. Shook. He hasn't bottomed out. How, now, how does that thought
6: come to you? What are you in the middle of where you go, wow, I haven't uh, taken it up the
8: pipe in three years? Um... Cause I was trying to hook up with this dude. I was like, Why do I always hook up with bottoms? I was like, I don't want. I don't always want these queens and these twinks laying in my bed. I was like, I want a man. I was like, Why do I always have to be? I a man? thought you were. All right, I thought you were committed to topping. No, I'm burst until I find like he's I'm, whipped top. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a top until I find something that makes me want. Until I find someone that makes me want a bottom. So uh-huh. technically, I'm first. But, but I'm not gonna any any of these twinks. Like, you got to be a man if you want to like. Make me bottom. Wow. So, okay. And so it just kind of struck me. So you're going to have
6: your own vetting process then? Yeah, it just
8: kind of struck me. I was just like, wow, has the river runneth dry? Like, I'm, I haven't bottomed in, you know, three years. Am I ever going to bottom again? Huh. So I got worried. So And what, then
7: decided to share it with me randomly.
8: What was it to I just had say? to have
7: my sphincter stitched shot. It
11: was
8: horrible. Well, because I was just like, I got this brand new bidet. I haven't got a chance to utilize it yet. I was like, how do I know? Oh, I'm you're, be you want to show
6: off for somebody? You mean? Yeah. I
8: was like, I do not know? <laughs> He's I'm got be- a lot of beehole
7: confidence <laughs> right now, and he wants to show it off. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still going to be like ready. Beehole's never been cleaner, and it's going to waste.
3: Nice clean bubble. Yeah.
8: All right. I mean, I still have another year in my apartment. We signed at least for another year, so I still, I'm still going to be in the gay, the neighborhood, and you know, have the bidet, but. It's just a matter of fact. Like, Wait, okay. so after the lease is up, are you going to be out of there? Who gets custody of the bidet? I'm taking it. When you guys me. all split up. Uh, my one roommate's doing travel nursing, and his boyfriend's coming with them, so they're not going to need it. They're going to be in different places every three months, so I'm taking the bidet with me. That's coming with me.
6: Well, need, maybe they're, they're going to want them. a bidet if they they're in weird uh, spots every so often. No,
8: they don't need it. They're, they're fine. They're a couple. They can have stanky going holes It's not going to matter. They're not showing off to anybody. Me, I need it. Is coming with me, I yeah, but
6: all, I'm just saying, you know, all that travel might uh, impact their relationship negatively. They might find themselves oh, looking travel for travels, what's
8: going to impact
4: them. Okay, we can, <laughs> <laughs>
8: they, they might need some, uh, they might be looking for some strange. Listen, that bidet is one third mine, so we can share it. But they're not going to have full custody. You're going to have to buy them out. One, yeah, buy out their shares of the bidet. You no, know, I get one third. So we will just we can have break it into three pieces. Each season, we 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 share it. So you're going to when's bidet season? <laughs> we will cut the bike in half. Mine's definitely going to be during the summer. Uh huh. Theirs can be. They can have a spring or a winter. You've really put a lot of thought into it. Well, matter of fact, I get fall too because that's my birthday month. So that whole month I'm turning up. So, Alan, are you trying
6: to tell me that Pound Cake is always the manly top in his hookups? Unfortunately. Now, huh.
8: imagine what queens I'm hooking up with. <laughs> <laughs> What? what? Is that, is that a, is that a uh, queen noise right there? Uh, uh,
7: uh, uh, that sounds more like a noise you'd make if you were
6: bottoming yeah. after three years.
8: he was trying to tell me, like, oh, I'm not manly. So, yeah. Imagine, Are you kidding me? If I'm the manly uh, oh. one, imagine what my counterpart is.
6: Uh-huh. Here's what pancake sounds like after not bottoming for three years. Woo!
8: Yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs> All right.
8: So it's on your radar. You're you're out looking. I'm looking for the right the right top. No, Alright. I'm a bottom for the right top. I'll say that. So that's why I haven't bought him in three years. I'm not just gonna give it to anyone. Understood. I want it to be He's- an enjoyable experience now that I'm more prepared. All right. It's <laughs> a lot uh, of preparation. Yeah, it is. Pound cake.
6: Seventy percent sour cream. He's, He's gonna need some sour cream. <laughs>
8: mm-hmm. <laughs> it used to be a lot of preparation, but now with the bidet I can just put it on turbo and then wash. And then cycle. Turbo,
6: yeah. It has a turbo. Lather, rinse, repeat. Yeah. Okay. I I want the Well, listen. Let me just publicly say how happy I am that Bill gets those texts and I don't. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. Not getting the random "oh, I just realized this" text. He's up in arms right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's up in something.
8: It just made me think. I just want to, hey, Bill's a confidant, so I was like, you know, and, and again, I would it like was just share that with him. It was just the randomness of it.
7: Like there was no buildup. There was no. <laughs> was what are pondering. you guys up to? It was just I haven't bottomed in three years, and then a uh, drooly face. Yeah.
8: <laughs> I was pondering. I it's was
7: better just... than a peach or an eggplant or something. Yeah, what? It was just very, very random. Yeah,
8: just the random thoughts that come in my head. And then and the fact like...
7: that it came in like the wrong order made it even more confusing. <laughs> yeah. So now I have to
8: like Piece go it through together and put it together. Yeah. I'm like, what is going on here? You have to Sherlock Holmes his text. Yeah, that's because mm-hmm. you're like, did I miss something? I'm like, you missed my entire conversation? Do you have me blocked? And then, <laughs> no. And you're like, okay, now, now I got it. I'm like, oh, okay. Because the first thing
7: that... Came through was why would you say such things, which was exactly what I was thinking after I saw everything else that was coming through. But it was just a, uh, a little out of order and very strange,
8: and just you know not how I thought I was going to spend my Sunday night. Mm, yeah, usually I'm at home being a child of God, but that <laughs> up, yeah, that popped up in my head <coughs> I had a devilish. Yeah, hey, uh, normally he's being a child of God. Hey,
6: Alice Cooper said Jesus got him off of uh, alcohol. So maybe Jesus can help you bottom next time. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's in your uh, in your wheelhouse. Baptized with the <laughs> Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend
2: in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is
4: a friend of mine. He taught me how to live my life as it should be taught me how to turn my cheek when people laugh at me. I've had friends before
2: and I can tell you that he's one who will never leave you flat.
8: Jesus is a friend Jesus I. is my friend. Jesus
6: is a friend I'll pay Poundcake a hundred dollars if he plays Jesus this in his, his room life. while he's <laughs> returning <Jesus>. to Bonamide. <laughs> if that's playing on your uh, stereo at the time. <laughs> He'll do anything for a hundred dollars. So. a hundred dollars. <laughs>
7: hmm. I'm sure he would.
6: Mm-hmm. Hey, Rube Star.
9: Alan, I got a tweet yesterday. You were talking about flat Earth, one of my favorite subjects. I was wondering if I could uh, uh, educate you a little bit on it if you you were interested.
7: Is that education that the Earth is not flat?
6: Yeah,
9: why people say that.
6: I know why they say that, because they're stupid.
9: No, no, not at all. Actually, they're probably very intelligent.
6: People who think the Earth is flat?
9: Yeah, well, I mean. How are are they intelligent?
6: if they can't get a fundamental point of science down.
9: Well, no, no. See, here, let's back up.
6: If they've never Earth seen an eclipse. Sphere, they've never seen a globe. Mm-hmm. They, it's all fake. Okay, go ahead, Rubster.
9: Well, if the Earth is a sphere, then there should be a curve, and the curve should be measurable. You agree on that?
3: Sure. Yeah, and
6: it is. And
9: it is. Okay. And the formula for the curve, are you familiar with the formula?
6: No, but I'm sure it exists and has been proven many, many, many times. Well, the formula does
9: exist, uh-huh. and it's never been proven. The formula is an 8-inch drop every mile squared. So, for example, a 10-mile weight... Well, mile if, it's, awake, if,
6: if it's never been proven, then that's probably not the formula for the curvature of the Earth.
9: Well, see, this is
6: where... I would imagine it. the curvature of the Earth is has a formula that has been proven.
9: Well, this is where it gets very interesting. Okay, lay it on me. Okay, so that's the formula. If you don't believe me... Uh, you could go to EarthCurveCalculator.com or CurveCalculator.com. There's plenty of uh, sites online that'll tell you the exact same formula I'm telling you.
6: I went to Curve Calculator one time, and it was not what I was expecting. So I was I felt let down, for one, and I'm not going back, frankly, Rube Star. That was about pogs.
9: Okay, well, that is the actual formula, Alan. But let, let me just give you an example of how it works. A 10-mile lake... Uh, should have a sixty-six foot drop from one end to the other using that formula of an eight-inch drop every mile
7: squared. Why is there a drop?
9: Well, because there's a curve, right? So if so, if you're standing on a ball, you can only see so far before the horizon dips below your line of sight.
7: Right, but if but you're on, some, if you're this is a giant ball we're talking about.
9: Uh, what is it? Twenty-nine thousand miles in the yeah, circumference.
7: Yeah, that's pretty big. So you
9: use that formula: eight inch squared every miles or eight inch drop every mile square. So, for example, a ten-mile lake it should have a sixty-six foot drop. But Rube oh, Star,
6: oh, but all that—listen, that's all fun. But the fact still remains: you could see the curvature of the Earth from a cruise ship. You can see ships disappear over the horizon; they're not falling off the edge of the Earth. Nope. You can see that's it in an airplane.
9: No, you—you you cannot. You're wrong on both points. Oh, okay. Are you, are you t- uh, because I our- because I've been on
6: cruise ships and airplanes.
9: Okay, so what you need to do is have a Nikon P900. It's the camera with the best uh zoom. Did you say
6: Nikon? <laughs> you can't <laughs> even get Nikon the camera poop. right, Rubestar. Why are you So it's you're a flat earth. Nikon poop. <laughs> <laughs>
9: Nikon Nikon...
6: So you're so way, Rubestar, you you're a you're a fl-
9: over the horizon and see that the ship never went out of uh over the curve. It always remained in view. There's plenty of videos on YouTube where people zoom in and they okay, it looks like it went over the, the curve of the earth. whoa ho ho, you zoom in and the ship is still there.
6: And it that to you so, and that to you proves the earth is flat.
9: Well that proves that it's not going over a curve number one because you could still see the, uh, the ship or the lighthouse or the
6: bar. but the earth people. is round. Well, well, we, can too, we agree we, on that? Well, I mean, The minutiae yeah. of the Pythagorean Theorem, obviously I'm not smart enough to get into, but can we agree that it is a proven fact? You know that when there's an eclipse, that eclipse, that shadow is round. No, yeah, that that's,
9: that's a whole other ball of wax. It's not the shadow. Uh, so we can
6: agree that it is a ball. That's not the shadow, that's what? It's a ball of wax, apparently. What's okay. that what's that round shadow when an eclipse happens
9: well okay so now we're getting into astrology an eclipse <laughs> oh an, more every
4: science 18 years right. and
9: 11 days okay so they, they've been able to predict eclipses uh, with or without believing the earth is a sphere or not
6: right but Rubestar predicting an eclipse has nothing to do with the shape of the planet correct how do you explain the moon?
9: uh yeah how do you explain the moon I mean, lay it on me it? it's a giant it's a giant luminary you never see it rotate you never see the backside of it i mean it, well it i never kind of see mysterious.
6: i never see cellular mitosis either but i believe in it
9: well yeah it becomes a really emotional issue because we've all been indoctrinated <laughs> since birth hey you're on a globe gravity people in china are upside down rubstar exactly. i want you
6: i want you to get your nikon camera and i want you to do more research And I want you to report back to me with the result. How come no one's found the edge of the Earth?
9: Well, why would you think there's an edge?
6: Because you're telling us we live on a flat Earth. You're telling us it's flat, so there must be an edge. No, no. It doesn't go go on into infinity. Well, nobody really knows how far it goes. They They do. (laughs) They do know how far it goes. Okay, thank you, Rube Star. I appreciate it. He's always, Uh. that Rube Star boy, he's always trying to make people think in a different way, and I applaud him for that. He's always trying to, I don't know if I call that thinking, come up with a... He and his Nikon camera. Do you
8: know he just wants airtime? I know he does, but I
6: I also haven't had him on for a long time uh, either. So, there you go. It's your shot, buddy. But again, give me those photos. Hey, Tom. Yes. Hi, Tom.
10: Hi. My comment was about the the camera option that Rootstar had. Yeah. Nikon?
6: The Nikon camera?
10: (laughs) Yeah, the Nikon camera. Before we took pictures of the Earth from space... A Case Western Reserve astronomy professor went out to Edgewater Beach and put a uh, telescope exactly level with the horizon and took a series of pictures of the ship disappearing over the horizon. Yeah. He was the first one to have actual visual proof before the cameras from space that the Earth was around.
6: Now, Tom, did they ever find that ship on the underside of the flat Earth?
10: They did, and it was turned inside
6: out. Oh, my God. Oh, it was like Goldblum when he came out of that thing, and he was half fly, half man.
10: Right, except it'll be Brundle Earth this
6: time. Brundle Earth. Ooh, we can still pick our fingernails off, I hope. All right. All right thank you, Tommy. There's Tom, who is point-counterpointing Rube Star. Gee, I, I just don't know who to believe. Am I going to believe my own eyes, Bill? My own perfect eyes? Courtesy of LVC Lasik, mm-hmm. or am I going to believe science, with all its myriad explanations? It is amazing, though, the depths and the lengths people w- have come up with, like these arcane bits of math and and
7: yeah, just they they'll always dismiss whatever disproves their theory. But
6: even that takes some work. People have gone to great lengths to take something. And find uh, chinks in the armor, if you will I don't know
8: how, how do you, I'm not that smart. So do they think all the continents and all the the water and stuff is on the top side? So what's on the back side? because otherwise the how, devil How? Hell, hell. <laughs> the devil How would you fly to the other side if like say Africa was on the back side and you know America and no, it's all it's one level It's a
6: one level thing pound cake. Oh, that's why a
7: globe is flat.
8: Mm-hmm. I was gonna say Maybe so, there's like some gold or some makes sense. oil or something on the other side. It gives me some money. off drilled drill down to the bottom. We well,
7: can't go too far because you'll end up in hell. Uh, and what none of these
6: people have managed to tell me, though, is how deep is the earth? How deep is your love? Mm-hmm. Indeed. <laughs> Barry Gibb, unfortunately, never got an answer for that before he saw his siblings die one by one. How deep is his love? About six feet. Aww.
12: I met Alan. Did you? I gave him Marijuana. Oh, great. The Alan
2: Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS.
6: Cavs game tonight. They are down in Miami to play the Heat at 8 o'clock. So tonight on MMS, your pregame coverage will get going around 7.30 as we inch toward the end of the regular season. How many games are left? Like under a dozen? Uh, I think we are down to nine. Down to nine games. Okay. Um, So that'll be tonight on your FM flagship for Cleveland Cavaliers basketball. If you listen to this show on iHeartRadio from out of state, thanks. And let me know where you are. Dennis listens in Grove City, PA. Uh, Michelle's further out in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Lawrence is at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. Thank you for your service. Jarrett and Tatiana, our new listeners, in Portland, Oregon. Uh, Julie is in Sallisaw, Oklahoma. Kent is in Logan, Utah. Tim is in Boston. We can run around the map all day long if we were so inclined. Live stream is at our YouTube channel, which you can hit at Alan Coxia. How were the Cleveland Comedy Awards last night?
4: Casino.com.
8: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+.
4: So, it, it was a lot of fun. Did he nail the names? He did
7: pretty good on the names. I think he played up the mispronunciation on one of them for comedic effects. Okay. Uh, well, it was the comedy awards? Yes. Um It was a good show. It was it was really well put together. Megan and Brent did a great job uh from Comedic Cleveland comediccle.com. Did, did
6: they get a good turnout? Were there a yeah, lot of I mean, people it was, there? Or?
7: It was full to the back, so there's probably two hundred fifty people there. Okay, I was pretty impressed. And and did you have fun, pound cake? How did you did
6: you stumble over anyone's names?
8: Oh, um, I actually don't know if I pronounced them right or, or not. Um, I think at, you did raw. I think you did a good job. You still said DiCasimio or whatever he said, but I think you were being goofy right there. It was DiCasimo. I knew what it was. DiCasimo. De DiCasimo. De Oh, yeah, well, then maybe I did get it wrong. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I said, I was like, listen, it's their fault for having a complicated name. So I made a joke of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that person, I didn't have to worry about it because that person didn't win anyway. So I didn't have to say it twice. <laughs>
4: <laughs> she just called him out yeah, for not that. winning. Yeah. All right,
6: well, good. Who did What was your category? Uh, rookie of the Year. Oh,
8: Rookie of the Year. So, Who won Rookie of the
6: Year?
7: Uh, Brett Thomas. Brett Thomas. Who? His name's Brett Thomas. He's,
8: He's new, so that therefore. Was, that
7: was kind of the theme of the night is it was a really inside jokey show for a bunch of people that were like... Well, this is our first time seeing any of these people, really. Oh, okay. So I mean, and what? And then they would get up and perform. Uh, or some how... some people perform. Some people uh, just did like a quick acceptance speech. I did a few minutes. I kind of got bamboozled in a way because I was presenting best female comedian, and right before that, I was supposed to do like a six minute set. Uh huh. And it said on the little layout that they gave us, winner performs five to six minutes, mm-hmm. and the com- the category right before it was best male comedian. So I'm like, oh. So this is their way of letting me know that I'm going to win oh, this award. You, oh, I, we're, so and, you were nominated for Best Male comedian. Yes, and I'll go up there, do my you know thank yous, then do some time, and then go into the award that I'm presenting. And then Polk wins. He wasn't there. And so I was just a fill-in for his performance. So
6: you do time after you lose to Mike Polk. exactly, right? <laughs> Which is pretty much Hi my life story, yeah.
7: right? So that 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 all makes sense. It's not that I'm bitter that I have lost or anything like that. Polk's it was a just a, kind of a little clunky. It was just a little clunky, and it was very funny because I was like, "Well, this is their way of letting me know to be prepared." And then it yeah, wasn't. but they probably wouldn't.
6: I was gonna say if yeah. they wouldn't give it away
7: I kinda, like that. that Would that was me like doing some math on my own. I'm like, okay. If I, they're telling me to perform for five or six minutes and there's a five or six minute spot gotcha. right there, right after they're giving away this award, it seemed like I would be winning right mm-hmm. there. I, I do have to give Bill props. But that's
6: funnier him. that you went up after. Oh, yeah, yeah. For-
7: Absolutely. And I'll take the funnier version of that other than like me going up there and be like, oh, thank you. Winning an award. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Definitely. Any props were being given?
8: Yes, I was going to give props to you um, just because a lot of the things up there – Bill, I didn't realize how much of, like, a footprint Bill has on Cleveland comedy. Like, a lot of the, you know, the, the comedy, uh, I, I guess, nights that started in Cleveland, Bill kind of started those. I mean, the Comedy Cabin Bill started, Hilario Barrio, Bill kind of started. Well, you did start that, right? Yeah, I
7: started both of them, yeah. So,
8: and those were two things that, you know, were a, a staple in in that award show. Like, they, they won multiple awards. So I was like, well, damn. And then we we had the Comedy the The comedy show nominated our the Alan Cox show comedy tour, so I was like, "Bill's just going." Oh, be really? Yeah we, had, yeah, we were nominated for an award. So I who did like, we lose to the Cleveland Comedy Festival? Ah, yes. okay. And so I was like, "How many times is Bill going to go up there?" Because I wasn't going to go up. Never, so was, if we if
7: we had won the Alan Cox show comedy tour, I would have made you go up there with me. I was just going to sip. I was just and just like
8: <laughs> hold my hold my glass of champagne up. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it
7: was a lot of fun. I mean, I'm not Mr. Award Show guy, but the it best was still, part was when was people were time. going up there. And being like, wow. what is this? This is weird. Like, Dave Flint, this very funny guy, we're just like, this is weird. Like, this is all very weird. <laughs> like, we're up here just patting each other on the back. Like, mm-hmm. we're such so good. Like, we haven't done anything. Like, sure. It was, it was, so that was fun. And there was some- Did Mary
6: Santora win Best Female Comedian? Yes, Canadian? and okay. I accepted
7: on her behalf. She's in Hawaii. As, as her. Okay. So I did a little Mary impression mm-hmm. where I was just like, what <laughs> that... you know, like, put my hair behind my ear, hand on the hip. Uh, Talk just, about her
8: ex fiance, ex fiance,
7: that kind of stuff. So okay, I'm just, just try, I tried to marry it up a bit. That was a, right.
8: that was the first time I had ever. been. So here. you've
7: really paid attention to her quirks. Well,
8: I see it all the time. I she's
7: my yeah one of my best friends, so I know her little mannerisms pretty well. I'm sure
8: she could do you too.
7: Yeah, I hope. but it was a lot of fun. I think it it was a cool event, and there was a few little. Kinks said they got to work out, but I think if it's a yearly event, it's
8: gonna it'd be a lot of fun. It was, okay. good, it was a good time. Well, people were making fun of the Kinks along the way, and that yeah, kind of made it, it a comedy show. So it kind of made it, yeah, it made it okay. Um, that was the, well, first, the time, first year of anything. It's going to be a little bumpy. Yeah, that was the first time I had ever been to Hilaria or Hilarities. <laughs> really, never been to Hilarities I'd before. Never been to Hilarity. It's a great, great club. That's the best club. It's nice. Yeah, it's great.
7: But then the after party was a little rough. I didn't go to the after party because I went to Hilario Barrio.
8: <laughs> the after party was a little rough.
7: For Pound Cake, yeah. Well,
8: uh, oh, you went to the after party? Yeah, I was. Solo? No, I
7: boy br- there? I brought my date.
8: Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. But I-, I was just tired, and I was hangry. Like, I I hadn't eaten anything all day, and I was like. I- Where
6: was the after party? Still in the complex over there? No, or?
7: it was at uh, Chicago Chicken and Waffles, which is, what? like, around the corner from there. Well, okay. Over on, uh, I want to say. Euclid? Yeah, I want to say Boulevard over the not maybe maybe not Boulevard. No, it's, not like a, that?
8: it's not like Prospect.
7: Oh, is it Prospect? Okay. Yeah, it's, prospect. it's over okay. by uh City Tap and uh, No, closer to Is it over by um Playhouse Square?
8: Yeah, it's like right by there. Okay, know.
6: so you go with your boy to the after party.
8: Yeah. And I like I was just hangry and it was probably me. Like it, so I was just like sitting there waiting for my food, waiting for my food. And then, like I guess the the waiter there forgot to put the ticket in after I waited for like forty five <laughs> minutes, and I'm like, it is eleven o'clock. I was like, I wanted to be in bed by eleven. I'm not even gonna get home t- like till past eleven. So the dude was like, uh, like my the guy that I was with, he's like. So, are you going to wait? I was like, no, I'll just get Taco Bell on the way home. Are you kidding me? So, I asked the waiter. I'm like, hey, you know, what's going on with my food? He's like, oh. <laughs> uh, I'm like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. Just cancel it. I'm out. So, I, I stru- Well, that sucks. Yeah, I had to wait for I. the guy that I was. I was like, you're going to walk me to my car, right? I was like, because it's Cleveland. <laughs> it's like 11 o'clock. I was like, I'm in a parking garage. I was like, can you please just walk me to my car? And he was like, yes, I'll walk you. You so- had to
6: ask your plus one to walk you to your car?
8: Yes. Because he parked in a different, he parked on a different side of town. So and he didn't ask you
6: to walk him to his car. No,
8: he's a man. I mean, I, he's like the manlier one, like crazy white boy. I think people would fear him more than me. Yeah, I understand. Fear me. Okay, and I'm just strutting my stuff down, you know, Prospect Avenue. Well, maybe walk with more of a butch stride. But I was in my sweater vest. Like, I mean, you I can like, co- dress up.
6: You could you code switch for your day job. Do it. Do, do when, you, when you're walking to your car. Uh, down at Playhouse Square in the parking garage.
8: But it was scary. So <laughs> so I just made him walk me back. And I was just, I was like, text me when you get home. I'm going to go get Taco Bell. Because that's mm-hmm. what's up right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I laid my fat ass in my bed and ate Taco Bell. And I, I just went to bed. I'm like, you know what? This is the first time I've eaten all day. I just want to just take in the night. Why didn't you just eat at hilarities? Well, why didn't you get, like, wings because or something? Because I thought something? there was going to be samples or something at the after party. I was banking <laughs> he's, on that. He was banking on free food. Oh. Yes, I thought ah. it was going to be like, you hear after party, I hear the champagne, the bubbles, like, you know, uh, going up on a Tuesday. You forgot a very
7: important word about uh, before that, comedy after party. Right. All right, yeah. I was
8: none the wiser. We don't, have, we
6: don't have free food at the Alan Cox Show comedy tour Uh-oh. after parties.
8: Yes, we do. Not at the after parties. We do. Oh. I was a presenter. Okay, oh God. I see what you're saying. All right, so I wasn't just the average Joe Smo. I thought, or that, Schmo, as whatever. the case may be. I yeah. thought Joe Smo. Thought we would have a booth. You are Joe Smo. <laughs> <Whatever. laughs> a booth. I thought we would have a booth with like somebody taking our orders. And but it you would be should, as,
6: yeah. But you should be pleasantly surprised if that's the case. You should assume that it's going to be every man for himself. Uh,
8: and, and when I got there, and that wasn't the case, I was perfectly fine. I just would like my food within the hour, please. <laughs> And if not, I'm gonna take my ass to Taco Bell, which I did, and it never served me wrong. Right. My Crunchwrap Supreme, no sour <laughs> no sour cream and tomato with my soft taco. Wow. In no sour order. cream. No sour cream or tomato. Round
4: okay. cake. Seventy
7: percent sour cream. Zero percent sour cream. Mm. Yeah, you need that sour cream. You gotta keep yourself at the appropriate uh pH ratio balance. There. Yeah. Whatever. It's, it's got the ratio all off, that's why it's so cranky. Yeah.
8: I was just hangry. It was all. It was like I said. It was probably just me. Maybe he misunderstood it me. It sounds
6: like it was just you. Yeah. Yes. Why? Why would it? I, Why would I, you assume there was going to be free food? No, but what, the
8: well, he
7: put an order the in and then they didn't put oh, the order. So that was that was a server. I so. was
8: watching everybody else around. That me. would make me upset too. Get, yeah, yeah. I was making. I was watching everyone else around me who, who arrived like either same time or later than me get served. I'm just like, which
7: Ooh. is a terrible <laughs> feeling when you yeah. know there's something wrong and you're kind of looking for your server. Like, hey, hey. Um, and, and I got the same food as these people, and but I know, mine's not coming out. What's going on? And they're so busy. Yeah, yeah I know but people, they're serving
8: everyone but you. Yeah, I hate being that guy. I know people are busy. I was like, I was a bartender. Like I, I waited for like ten days, and then I quit. So I know how stressful <laughs> the job is. Like I know what it is. So I try not to say anything. But the dude was like, "So you're just not going to say anything?" He was pressuring me. So I'm like, oh, "Maybe it's a black thing." I was like, "All right, so maybe I should just tread real lightly because I don't want to get ghetto." But I was like. God damn it! Where's my food? <laughs> I'm sick of this. I'm hungry. I'm tired. I want my chicken tacos. Uh, Cause God damn it, I like chicken. Okay. And I had a hankering for it too. Like, oh, uh, like it, I, it was chicken with uh, it was chicken tacos, but the taco shell was a waffle, and it comes like battered, like it has. So if you so so uh, uh, so uh,
6: it ju- if you can get pound cake to the precipice of being um, inconvenienced and then push him over, he'll flip. You cut that final cord and he will flip out uh, on you. You
8: can't. You can't offer me up but like I was willing to pay full price late night for my you know chicken waffle tacos. Like I was ready for that. I, that sounds was, good too. Oh my god, you don't understand.
7: Is it like the the taco was made of waffles?
8: I wish I could tell you because I didn't get him.
6: <laughs> He's like I don't know what it was made of. All right, well I'm sorry that that's how it went down. You were hangry and mm. uncomfortable.
7: But good job presenting the award. That was it yeah, was a it lot of fun. Like,
6: otherwise,
8: it sounds like it was fun. It I was had a fun. good time. I did have fun. I hope I get to do it again next year.
7: And it was a good opportunity for I think a lot of people to see some of these comics that haven't been on that big of a stage before. So guys like Steve Mers and uh, Rob Ward who hosted it and he did a great job. There's just a, there's a lot of comedy talent in Cleveland and. It's nice to see some people that don't normally get the recognition get some.
6: Rachel and Cuyahoga Falls said it was a great time last night. Well, thank you. Rachel. It was a lot of fun, and uh, you guys did
7: great. Yeah, it was a good time. There was lots of laughs, lots of laughs. Mm-hmm. So, some roasting, some uh, you know, just the roasting silliness. <laughs> yes,
6: right. <laughs> Alan, why would Pound Cake get a Supreme if he's going to remove all the ingredients that make it a Supreme? Because I like the.
8: Yeah, why'd you order a Supreme with no cheese, no tomato, or no sour cream? And no sour cream and no tomato because I like the wrap of it. If a normal, you know, if they had the option to have a crunch wrap, I would order that. But you have to order the crunch wrap Supreme in order to oh, get the crunch wrap. I gotcha. Ah. Now, when this ca- uh, dude walked you to your
6: car, you drove him to his car? No, he walked by his <laughs> <laughs> So, why <laughs> wouldn't jerk? you drive him to his car? <laughs> he's, guys, so was, you're driving away, and you just watch him walk back to his car <laughs> as I, you're driving?
8: I offered. Guys but, walking down the street, it's cold. Soundcake <laughs> <and talking. laughs> <And, laughs> drives by. Yeah, and he's white. Thank you! Yeah, he's white, so you know he didn't have any coat. He's out there shivering. I'm like, you should have brought a coat. He's like, oh, I, didn't, I like, it, I didn't. Park that far away. I was like, yeah, you didn't park away from hilarious. So he didn't have a coat. Why didn't you drive into his
6: car? Yeah, more I offered, reasons.
8: but he was like, it's only up to block. He was like, it's not that far of a Oh, walk. you did offer. I did offer. Okay. okay. That was well, all we nice. were trying yeah. to get to. I did okay. offer. You did offer. All right. <laughs> I'm well, not be- cold hearted. Like, I don't know. I mean, you kind of are sometimes. No, I'm not. Sometimes. <laughs> not to my straight dates. Mm. I got to butter them up.
7: <laughs>
6: <laughs> you got to butter them up. So they'll come out with you next time.
8: Yeah, but I really don't have to
6: like pressure him because he gets. So you don't gross. butter up gay dates? Are they more exacting? Is that what you're saying? They're, it's just it's more tense. Why would you butter up a straight kid?
8: Um,
7: because trying to get in there. That's yeah, why, yeah.
8: I mean, yeah.
7: you're looking for some dabbling.
8: Yeah, just a little dabble. A little, All right, a little bobble. Please. <laughs> Let's. <laughs>
7: Let's keep it Christian, all right. Yeah.
8: Keep it Christian. Uh, are you aware of the show that you do? Ow, yeah, you.
7: I know. I'm just trying to figure it out. All right, Sada so might try this one. <laughs> yeah,
8: I, I just can't get over the fact that you guys think that I would just let him walk home and, or walk. And back that's why. Back. it Sounds <laughs> like something you would do. i why. I'm yes. Just
7: saying, it sounds like something you just would do. Know. But
8: even if I did, like he could handle it. He he's a big boy. Like we, the actually we were going to walk our separate our separate ways. Like he was going. Yeah, walk and then you direction. made
7: him. Walk you to your car because you were nervous.
8: Yeah, but he was just like, <laughs> he was like, "Do you need me to?" I was just like, "If you don't mind, like I'm kind of cold and dark,
7: damsel in distress." <laughs> oh boy.
8: And, well, he did the manly thing to do. He walked me to my car like a gentleman. So they put a Chicago chicken and waffles downtown Cleveland. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Oh. And it's nice in there too. It's real nice. I like,
6: I've been to the ones at home, but you gotta you gotta travel you got to put on your vest to go to the ones at home.
8: I I walked in there. I was like, this bitch is jumping. Like, this is nice. Hmm. Like, it it looks like a sophisticated, like... Well, if they're forgetting to put in tickets... They must be busy. I, I I don't blame it on the restaurant. I think it's just the guy. He was busy. I don't know if they. I, I don't know if they were aware that there was not going to be an after party coming up. Maybe it was just. Me. <laughs> they should have known. I mean, they I, were like one of the main sponsors. I just happened to see everyone else get served around me. I'm just like, okay, little black pound cake, just sitting there waiting for his you know, waffle tacos. Like I was like, just Shut chill.
4: up, pound cake.
6: Little black pound cake. That's What the waiter <laughs> said
2: when he said, "You
8: want some oh,
6: waffles?" Oh God! Worst mystery novel series ever. Little black pound cake. <laughs>
2: The Final Touch Construction Studios. This is the 50th anniversary of WMMS. Buzzard Radio. and iHeart Radio Station. And this is the Alan Cox Show. 216 578
6: 1007 or 800 348 1007 if you want to join us. 35192. You can get a text to me that way. You can listen live via the iHeartRadio app at alancockshow.com or on the app itself. Uh, also at the show site, you can uh, get into the live stream if you want through our YouTube channel. Um, Alan, I just wanted to let you know that I just looked up what Poundcake looks like. He is cute. Yeah, he's an adorable little boy. Love his looks and his voice.
8: Oh, thank you. <laughs> I never get that. So thank you so much. He's very excited. He's got a song for you to prove it.
6: Woo! Woo!
7: Woo! I love that one so much.
6: It's pretty good. Boy, my wife could not be more excited about the Roseanne reboot tonight. Every woman I Two know Two episodes in a row. She can't get enough of the reruns on TV land. She
7: is excited for this reboot. I like the show and I think I, I was watching the Jimmy Kimmel interview. Did you see that? I didn't. So it was her and uh John Goodman just talking about how she's a Trump supporter, and that's kind of kind of that's gonna be like a big theme in the show yep. where this is a family that's still a family, but they have a lot of opposing views. And I think it's going to be pretty interesting how that all plays out. Because well, a lot of people that love that show aren't Trump supporters.
6: They aren't Trump supporters. And also, it, I don't I really have a problem with any of that. because if you're, I think it's going to be interesting. It, I think
7: it's going to be very true to life.
6: Yeah. And, and that's what that show always had. But, but they were always a blue-collar family. But the first run of Roseanne, she was very kind of left-wing. Mm-hmm. She was pro-choice, she, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? So that's the only thing I think is kind of weird. Now, granted, there's a he died in the original run of the show anyway, yeah. so they're blowing the whole thing up. I mean, who cares, right? People, yeah. people want to see these people back on television. It doesn't bother me. If they're like a, portraying a blue-collar family in America, it would be weird, probably, if they weren't Trump voters.
7: Well, um, and, and opinions can change over time, and that's one thing that she's still going to have certain opinions that are going to be contrary to what trump is putting out there but right. you know and she can voted even nail down what he's right really putting out there and
6: she voted for him in real life so yeah. it's not you know um i think it'll be interesting i'm, I'm pretty excited about it yeah again i never watched the uh, i've only seen uh the original show when my wife is watching a rerun so i'm familiar with it. i never got it any-
4: okay round two name something that's not boring
2: laundry
8: oh a book club <sighs>
6: I like Laurie Metcalf a lot. Lori Metcalf I mean, is great. It sounds like everybody's back on the show. The they kids got, are all grown up, which is probably going to be weird.
7: But Both Becky's?
6: Both Becky's, right? And I'm not sure how they're doing that. But they're running the first two episodes uh, tonight in succession. So it'll be one hour uh, of the Roseanne show over on ABC.
7: How many episodes do they do? Like 12? I think 10. 10.
6: Uh, but yeah. So tonight, we're, you know, we're running a lot of uh, promos for it.
7: Yeah, I I mean, my ex-wife is real happy about it, my ex-girlfriend, many friends that I just have. Like, all my friends that are female seem to be, like, this is a landmark night for them. Where they're just, like, I couldn't even hang out with them if I wanted to, because, like, no, 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 I gotta go watch Roseanne with my girls. Right. So,
6: So, yeah, she and her sister Jackie will be, they've been feuding since the election.
7: And that makes sense because Jackie was a lesbian, right? That that was uh, still
6: is in this yeah, show.
7: Yeah. Well, I don't remember how they actually played it out because she wasn't a lesbian on the show until they revealed at the very end that she was a lesbian the whole time or something. Because she got know.
6: married and everything in the show. Yeah, right, and, and had a, a baby. Yeah.
7: It was very confusing. Okay, how they ended that show because it was all adapted, and then I, I don't I, that last episode was really all over the place. Didn't see the last episode.
6: I just remember that he he, that they win the lottery in the last season, and then it was a dream
7: or something because he died. Yeah, because he died, and that was her living out her fantasies. Because when he died, she just played into like went back to writing, and in so that last season was all her wildest dreams coming true.
6: Well, listen, whatever. I'm going to be sitting there watching it too because that's what's going to be on our you know the downstairs TV tonight. ...is Roseanne, so it'll be interesting. I don't mind. The one chick is on the talk, right? Yeah, Sarah Gilbert. Yep. And they got Sarah Chalk, who... Sarah Chalk's Foxy. She's the hot Becky. Right. So they bring her back, but as a new character. John Goodman's not dead, so it's the best kind of nostalgia. You take a story with fake characters to begin with, and you go, we can do whatever we want to with these. Right. And TV. It, Whitney Cummings, Norm MacDonald, Wanda Sykes were like, and and Roseanne, that was basically the writer's room, is they would just come up with ideas. So those people are writing the show.
7: That's a good writer's room. That's amazing. I didn't know Norm was writing on it.
6: That's great. I didn't, I heard him on Stern. I didn't see uh, them with Kimmel, but they were talking about the people who, I I think she and John Goodman are doing all the press
7: uh, together, but... um, Yeah, it was funny on Jimmy Kimmel, they had him out on that iconic couch. Did they? Together. So that that couch is burned into my brain, with the blanket on the back, just... That that couch is Roseanne. Roseanne
6: Barr is always somebody that I want to give the benefit of the doubt. Because you can never... One time she'll kind of piss you off with something, and then another time you'll be like, yeah, right on. Then she'll piss you off again. Oh, yeah. She's, which is, I guess, what you're supposed to do. I mean, if you're trying to be funny and creative. She's know.
7: hard to nail down, because she will have some great things to say, and then she will be just so far in the dark on some issues. And she she makes me kind of nuts. Like, that's what... So that's why I like her when she's kind of reeled in on the show yeah. and has to stay in that character, because real life Roseanne is a whack job. It's all over the place. yeah. Still lo- having Dan there, Dan is, you know, the John Goodman is one of my favorite actors of all time, and that's one of my favorite, like, roles on television in history is Dan Connor. Yeah. Hey, Tim. Yo, what's up, Alan? What's going on,
6: Tim?
11: Mega, mega, mega giant dildos. Hey,
6: mega dildos. What's going on? Like
11: homewrecker style. That's how. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, hey, I was wondering if Martin Mole's going to be in that.
6: Not initially. She said that she wants to get Martin Mole and Fred Willard, because weren't they married in the in the show? Yeah. yeah. yeah she wants yeah. to get them. So she's hoping there will be a season two and wants to get them back, but she said they're not in this season.
5: Oh, really?
11: But like
6: Sandra Bernhardt's coming back. Basically, they got everybody, because I was hoping that they'd come back, too um but he's
11: from ohio i believe I, they I yeah. both are yeah live in his house yeah yeah
6: bit. um and when <laughs> we had fred willard in here if i had had the presence of mind to ask him i would have asked if he was in the new roseanne but i it completely slipped my mind but she said, said that they that. could they couldn't squeeze them in this season so oh, but there oh, will there will be loose meat sandwiches galore i imagine <laughs> too. oh you know i love me a loose <laughs> meat yeah homewrecker style that's right <laughs>
8: All right. right, Thank you, Tim. I have a question, though. Yes, sir. Why does Roseanne just skate through? Like, why does she come through unscathed from, like, voting for Trump? If anybody else said that they voted for Trump publicly, like, and just was, like, happy about it and proud of it, any I don't know that she's
6: come through unscathed. I think people know she's
8: uh, a goof. But you're almost blackballed, almost. Like, if, if, uh, let's say... Well, but uh,
6: that's... if, her, if it had been, to your point, you're probably maybe right.
8: I'm right. But a true. show like
6: Roseanne, where it's her show, nostalgia in any capacity is huge. So she's like, it took me six hours to negotiate with ABC to do a reboot of Roseanne. This is a show they've been trying to redo for a long time. So you're probably right that anybody not at her level would probably have taken more heat. But what's at her level, though? because after- one of the most popular sitcoms of all time. Yeah. If she goes to that- the network and goes, "I want to bring this show back." They go, "We don't care what you believe or who you voted for. Okay. Bring this show back with and, the entire cast."
7: And that's how a lot of the people feel is they just want that show back because they love that show and those characters so much that they kind of let her skate on a, and and that's just because of the fondness for the show. And frankly, I think it's to your
6: point about it being, uh, it'll be very interesting to see how they weave all this through. There's nothing bad about having a show where where there's people arguing over- With multiple point ca- of views. Right. I characters think... arguing over what they believe and what they don't. And, you know. and
7: And not a situation where it's, oh, I'm right, and I'm going to make these people that don't believe what I believe look stupid. Right. It's going to be
8: two point of views on pretty equal footing- I just found that weird because if it was any other show that if if just think if it, it was I, I don't know who who like a Tyler Perry or 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 someone else who wanted to like produce something somebody from the same guy who creates American Horror Story all those type of people if he said I want to create a show um, I voted for Trump and I want to incorporate you know being a Trump supporter, into any daytime talk show or any type, any primetime TV show, he would be laughed at and pretty much blackballed from everywhere. But
6: I also think it's where you're coming from. Roseanne has always kind of been, uh, listen, deep down, whether she voted for Trump or not, she's still somebody who believes in pro-choice. Mm-hmm. and pro- you know She's still that person. She just thought, why not mix the thing up, right? She didn't like Hillary, I right. get it?
7: She said she didn't win because she ran for president. And she wanted to be president. Who Roseanne? The end, Bush's yeah, but she signed about in like three states. Right. Um, but
6: usually those like right wing actors who bitch and moan about getting blackballed—it's not like they were working that much to begin with. None of Scott Baio is not Roseanne Barr, Antonio Sabato Jr. You know these guys <laughs> that spoke at the RNC—they had to dig to the back of the corner to get some kind of celebrities to, yeah, you know, James Woods these are these are guys that if they were more level headed and were like yeah i voted for him or whatever but they're always dicks on fox news or they're always got to jab people right and i don't get the vibe that she's jabbing people she's just like let's redo the show it's going to be set like this we're a yeah. mid, mid you know midwestern well,
7: blue collar family and- even in the press that they're doing she's disagreeing with john goodman about things and but they still get along really well and that's that that's a fun dynamic to watch right To see them disagree but still genuinely love each other because he's no right-wing guy you know hey greg yep what's up
10: not much uh so all right so jackie wasn't a lesbian the second to the last season at darlene's wedding dan has his heart attack and then that last season yes it was all over the place there was terrorists on trains and all kinds of weird things but at the, the last episode she's in the basement writing in her journal or whatever. She always wanted to be a writer and she explained that she changed, well, she dealt with Dan's loss with uh, all the stories from that last season. Like he was off having an affair. She tried to to use that in her mind to get over losing him or whatever. And then uh, as far as Jackie being a lesbian, like her sister in real life, I believe is a lesbian and she, she made her mother the lesbian in the, in her writings and like, Becky that's... and Mark weren't supposed to be together. It was supposed to be Darling and Mark.
7: Right, Mark. and that's what I was talking about in that that last episode where they switch. They, she kind of unwinds how everything went down in real life was right. where you, were, you find out that Jackie's a lesbian, but she wasn't on the show. So, Greg, you're really into that show.
10: Well, well, hold on now. So I grew up with it a little bit, and my wife was a big fan, and, yes, I had to catch up before this thing rebooted. So that's why I believe I'm, you know, I know all this stuff. Right okay. Anyway, but, I mean, I thought it was kind of brilliant that, you know, she dealt with the pain by making up these stories or changing her own life. But I, I don't like the fact that they're going to bring Dan back from the dead.
7: See, but I, I do <laughs> because I just love that character. And I I'll, and you can do whatever I, you want. I, I'll, but... I'll look past it just to have John Goodman on the show because right. he's such a lovable right, character.
10: Him and Lori Metcalf are probably the
7: best two characters. Absolutely, and so, I yeah,
6: I think uh, if I, I, I think if Roseanne Barr thank you, Greg, I think if Roseanne Barr had gone to ABC and said, "I want to bring everybody back," I just can't get John Goodman. They would have been like, "Well, you don't I don't show, know man. what we can do then." I think he kind of had to have every, every piece in place. Laurie Metcalf, I, you know, she founded the Steppenwolf Theater, so that's enough for me. She's a great actress. Love her and everything she's in. Dynamite.
7: She's fantastic, and and like uh, Greg just said, those two characters. Dan and Jackie are just, they make the whole show. Because Roseanne is the loud mouth and she does what she does, but without those two there to balance her out, you don't have a show. And then the kids were great, too, through the years, especially Sarah Gilbert. She was awesome on that show. Hey, Ben.
11: Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Hey, change of topic briefly here. Another new show. Did you guys uh, see Barry at all last night on HBO?
6: It's another one of those shows that's sitting on my DVR, the Bill Hader hitman-turned-actor uh, show. Yeah, yeah, he's from yeah, Cleveland. Bill
11: Hader. Uh, very first opening scene, he's sitting there, uh, in a WMMS, uh,
6: t-shirt. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I sent that out a while, like, uh, six months ago or whatever, because it was, it, they, like, they had a teaser promo. It was on for half a second, and I'm like, well, oh, that's pretty cool, because I didn't know that it was, like, is he, is it set in Cleveland? Or it's he's...
7: set in L.A., but he is from
2: Cleveland. Okay. He,
11: yeah, he's from Cleveland. He's always been one that's kind of under the radar, very underrated, uh, fantastic comedian,
2: mm-hmm.
11: actor. How he hasn't been picked up in larger roles—it it just stuns me.
6: Well, he did Trainwreck, which he's really, really good in, and you know. But uh, and Henry Winkler is in this show too, right? Which is enough for me. Right. Yeah, it's a good yeah. show, though. I haven't watched it. The yet. The first
7: episode was good, and I like I like the way it drastically changed, like how he switched it on and actually went from being this kind of goofy guy trying to be an actor because he found some sort of like draw to that to becoming a guy stone cold killer stone cold killer Yeah in like that he he played that really well and it was a really cool moment in the show so Absolutely. it's it's worth checking yeah. out okay thank you ben that will go all right there's ben on oberlin
6: hey sammy
5: hey that was fast what's up Alan?
6: sammy what's going on
5: hey uh, let me see if i can explain this um better than i could the pound cake basically just because um dan's back doesn't mean he's still not dead this could be more of a
11: this could be, this be
7: what? Well, start... I'm,
6: I'm sorry. what's that? He could still be dead.
11: He could still be dead. This could be all in her imagination. As if he was alive, how things could could have progressed and and you know occurred if he still lived. You know?
6: <laughs> I feel like that's a card you only get to play once. The it was yeah. all a dream card. <laughs> Imagine they do the whole season at the end. She's like, she wakes up. Bruh! Oh boy. <laughs>
11: Yeah. That's, yeah, that's all I was thinking. That's all I want to throw it in there.
7: Now well, you might be onto something, yeah. Sammy. We'll find out. I think it they're hurts. just gonna gloss over it with a silly joke and then just keep on going because that's. do. Well, I think it's in the promo. You do. Yeah, she's
6: like, "Are you?" He's sleeping, and yeah. she's like, "Are you dead?" And he goes, "Why does everybody keep thinking I'm dead?" Or
7: something.
6: <laughs> so it's already in there. Thank you, Sammy. But uh, yeah, uh, my wife and a lot of people's wives. Very excited for that show tonight. A lot of gays too. A lot of gays are excited. Yeah, because yeah, that
7: that was a big show for gay people, having characters like Martin Mull and right. Sandra, Bernhard, Sandra Bernhardt and all yeah. those people that were prominently gay, and they weren't stereotypically gay in any way. Is as, as stereotypically gay as characters were back then? You know, they 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 had some depth to them. I'm Somebody, pretty excited about it now that it, the more we talk about we've it, we talked it out. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm a
6: little bit more excited yeah. about it. I, it was a
7: big show. Somebody, my kids all love it. Like it's it's like a family show for me. Wow.
6: Yeah. Somebody suggested uh, that they should change Becky every time she's on camera <laughs> to the so, double yeah. switch back and forth. But yeah, Sarah Chalk,
7: old, be old Becky, new Becky. Probably get pretty confusing, but that's right.
6: Alan Poundcake is a moron. Why would she be blackballed for voting for the president that won the election? Well, because he's an awful president. That's why. Because he's a moron, an adult,
7: and I'm not. And he's saying blackballed from Hollywood because Hollywood, right. that is generally leaning the other way. And I'm not right. saying
8: whether she should or shouldn't. I'm just saying, I history has shown to see that something like that would have uh, repercussions. It, it would affect you financially some way. Usually,
6: I think she should open the show. Uh singing the national anthem again <laughs> <laughs>
8: on
7: a knee, come
6: back to that yeah. uh, yeah, they didn't win the lottery, like you know that was all part of the dream thing, yeah, right, so because I didn't really watch that show in that final season where they allegedly won the
7: lottery were they did they move into a big house was it was it all the trappings of she was going i think they they like remodeled the house and then they would go on these trips and just, just basically, she was living out all these fantasies. In the the vehicle for her to live those fantasies out was that they won the lottery. Yeah.
8: All right. Well, we'll see what happens tonight. I'm sure everybody will have their opinions on it tomorrow. I, one thing I just can't get over, and, and a thing that does not entice me to watch that show is I just hate the blandness of like the the. I know they want to make it like middle of America, like um. It's like small don't like or I, I, don't, I don't like the set. I don't like the old-looking couches, like something that you would find on the house in the side of the road or something like that. But like, that couch is so iconic, iconic
7: with that I, show. I know, and they,
8: they had it on, was it Fallon or Kimmel or whatever? They like Kimmel, yeah. It, it they brought. It in. I'm like, I don't like the decorations. I don't like the the way the house is set up. I don't like the wood the wood paneling on anything. It's not. You don't
6: like the hobby holly hobby decor in that house. I,
8: I like a modern set, like two and a half men. Like that's what I want. Or a boy meets world set. That's what I want. Meets boy world. meets world. Yeah, a modern set yeah. from a show
7: that's also 20 years old.
8: <laughs> but like the house, right? But this, new. Is, this but, is old. Yeah. Well, because, but that's what people live in.
6: Right. That's what some people have in their house. Yeah,
8: And all the flannel and ugh. Johnny Appleseed dress. Mm-hmm.
6: Johnny Appleseed? Uh, you mean Paul Bunyan?
8: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all wearing pots on their
6: head. <laughs> With Paul uh, belts. Yeah, Planting right. trees wherever
8: they go. Mm-hmm. Those sons of bitches. And Paul Bunyan's cutting them down, so yeah. Like... All
6: right. Well, they were trying to do a snapshot of a middle America blue-collar family. So they're not going to have a lot of real modern architecture in the house. They're not going to have a lot of... Uh, you know just
7: make yeah, they have like a new nice fridge day. but you do just
6: don't to do have those a lot updates. of leather and chrome mm-hmm. chairs in their house
8: just say, i just mean, i'm looking gross
6: <laughs> uh, says the guy who re- had to have you guys replace the furniture Yeah, seriously room. let's talk about gross let's talk about his efton
7: wh- with all the stains on it Your dirty me, really... dusty puby uh, no, uh, nightstand
8: puby the nightstand was well, well, puby not,
7: not nightstand whatever it was your uh, dresser
8: um, you're talking about my razor that I shaved my pubes with. I'm sorry that I had I'm just telling you,
7: razor. it wasn't a ve- very appealing situation in your bedroom. Well, and guess I
6: still what? I don't plan- understand why that razor would be even one inch out of the bathroom. I don't why is it on top of the
8: bathroom. There's three boys that use that bathroom.
6: And they're all shaving their pubes, and I bet they don't keep their razor on their dresser. Yes, they do. Why? If you're like, all dudes, it's like college. If you're all dudes in the house, why isn't there a row of razors hanging in the shower?
8: <laughs> first of all, we... like Also, all,
7: also like, you're Whoa. wearing flannel right now, too. Or at least plaid. Well,
8: you you are color, what you hate. Not the color that they <laughs> wear. Like, oh, not the color that they not wear. Not the color. Okay. It, yes, I like, yes. I'm getting ready to go hunting. Uh-huh. <laughs> the whole family should not look like they're all going to hunt at once, okay?
4: What should they look like? Sh- you're saying Switch there should be... get
8: up. Get some wardrobe. <laughs> get some flair. Get some pizzazz. <laughs> flair some charisma something
4: it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win
6: It's not like they were running around in, you know, piano ties and pink
8: shirts. Mm, Something. Wow. Wardrobe is super easy. They're like, okay, what's today? Because they're regular people.
6: Yeah, they're a Midwestern blue-collar family. Whatever. Still got the chicken
7: shirt? What's the chicken shirt? I don't even know what that is. They would all wear this chicken shirt, and, like, it would be, like, no one ever mentions it, but different episodes, they'd all have it. It's like a prop that nobody ever talks about. But people noticed it, and then, like, it became, like, a thing. Like, people would go on, like, a hunt for this shirt. And this is before the internet, really. So finding these shirts was, like, impossible. Huh.
6: All right. Well, count pound cake out if you're going to be live-tweeting the Roseanne premiere tonight. He will not be in your mentions. I want to
8: find out just so I can spoil it for people. I'm just going to post spoil it. Spoil what? Like, I don't know if there's going to be some type of ball drop. I want to, like... Do a spoiler. A ball
6: drop. It's not on New Year's Eve. I don't know. It's It's not The
7: Walking Dead.
8: (laughs) A spoiler.
6: (laughs) Oh, PodCake's got the Roseanne spoilers. Spoiler alert, Dan's
12: not dead. Voice <laughs> call received. Put this on your dumbass. You think you know it all? You're just nothing but a piece of shit. Talk about dumb sh
10: that you don't have a clue about.
2: Another satisfied customer of the Alan Cox Show.
10: Just shut up and play the
2: f***ing music. On 100.7 WMMS.
5: We're
10: lead party with somebody else's lady. I not party,
6: baby, 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 baby. 35192, I want to get a text uh, into me our live stream through our YouTube channel at alancockshow.com. And we'll get another contestant tomorrow. I think we got Victor today. We'll get one person tomorrow. And then on Thursday, those two people will be in here for the Wiffle Ball Ball Bat Battle. Uh, Trying to win uh, Tribe Home Opener tickets for a week from Friday. Uh, We'll have one pair of those that we'll give away on Thursday. And then we will be live downtown one week from Friday for the Tribe Home Opener. We'll be across from Progressive Field starting at 11 a.m., starting the show early at the Brickstone Tavern, which is right there at 9th and Boulevard, right across from the park. As soon as RMG signs off, we will sign on. We'll be live until 3.30, all courtesy of Budweiser, the king of beers. So we'll have prizes, we'll have uh, tribe tickets for upcoming games, Bill will reveal his perm. It's going to be an exciting day. It is going to be a day of, uh, it'll be a house of a thousand pleasures, if you really want to look at it that way. But Thursday here on the show, we'll have a couple of people uh, whipping uh, wiffle balls uh, at each other to try to get those tickets. Hitting them with a bat,
7: yeah, off of a tee. That's, That's right. Going to be... Oh, off a of tee? Yeah. Not going to pitch? No. Okay. So I think what we'll do is get a bunch of wiffle balls and then just have them place
8: on the tee. Gotcha. So what if someone's just randomly walking down the hallway while this happens? Well, we're going to think, close the doors, shut
6: those middle doors. Like oh, those, yeah. you mean in
8: the? Okay, I thought you were talking about in the hallway. The, the, no, the not the, the long hallway. hallway no, yeah. right, right just, here.
7: <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, see, Bob Coates gets a in the face. <laughs> <and laughs> or
8: Ray Davis just walking out? <laughs> hey, God, <laughs> Carmen Angelo, what's going on?
6: Well, fortunately, it's a wiffle ball. Not going to do major damage. Can I leave a lump? No, no. no.
8: A little bruise?
6: I'll have another $1,000 for you here in a minute. I'll give you the bruise. Uh, It could happen. $1,000 in our $1,000 bribe. uh, 30 past every hour, you get a shot at a grand. So we'll do that in a couple of minutes here. Um, If you need to get yourself some gear before the season starts, I would recommend hitting up CLE Clothing Company. They've always got great hometown stuff. They had the WMMS Retro 50th Anniversary T as we are celebrating half a century of this uh, legendary radio station this year. Couple of days left on the March code, you can use the word lucky and get 20% off whatever you buy at Celia Clothing Company. I'll have a new code for you in April as custom dictates. But until April you can use lucky. You want to shop online? See You can use the code there, too. It doesn't have to be in-store. But either way, you'll save yourself 20%. Boy, I saw a story. A Mansfield woman got drunk and came onto the Easter Bunny, and I was like, please don't be drunk, Sue. Well, <laughs> let me retract that. I thought, please be drunk, Sue. But it wasn't her. That's good. LaDonna Hewitt. I think uh, drunk
7: Sue's baby-making years are behind her.
6: No, but I thought, she, I thought she was out Mansfield Way or something, or am I completely imagining that?
8: I, I don't know. Maybe it was... I think
6: Canton. I think she's, you know, she's in... She?
8: She's in yeah. Canton. Okay.
6: Maybe it was just uh, wishful thinking on my part. They were doing an Easter egg hunt in Mansfield. <laughs> they're,
7: they're hunting for fertile eggs in an <laughs> old dried up Sioux womb. Yeah.
6: A 54-year-old woman named LaDonna Hewitt made several lewd comments. To whoever was in the rabbit suit, and then hopped on a carousel, which I guess she didn't realize until she got on it doesn't go anywhere. She probably thought she was getting away.
4: <laughs> I'm gonna ride this horse right yeah, about this yeah. bitch. Yeah,
6: let's go. Come there on, you come are on. again. There you are again. There you are again. So she was drunk. Uh, drunk cops uh, grabbed her, and uh... <laughs> that's the best getaway <laughs> ever Going on a carousel. on, a carousel in a in the on me. Yeah. So whatever we did one of those Easter egg hunts with our daughter on Sunday, where they boy those some of those kids we had a pretty decent group, but some of these Easter egg hunts you know they're stocking the lake, so to speak. I mean they're they're throwing it, you don't really have to do any hunting. These little kids two and three year old, and uh, so they're all out there and they're putting them in their buckets. But some of these kids boy they're real bruisers.
7: I don't, don't think it's serious.
6: They want those eggs. Yeah, but there's nothing in them. I mean you, you know protein. You, <laughs>
7: I don't know if they think they're plastic oh, eggs. Oh, they're plastic eggs. Yeah.
8: But yeah. well, there's in candy
7: those.
6: in them.
8: I was going to say, they no. put like little no?
6: dollars. These are just... little, little kids. So oh. you put them in your your bunny uh, thing, basket, mm-hmm. and then you bring them in, and,
8: and they give enough.
6: you like a goodie bag at the end, oh. right? That's to avoid all these kids cracking these eggs open and look, but still. Just
8: these... whooping down the chocolate and candy while they're hunting for them. Sure. The, mm. the best excitement was when you find an, an Easter egg as a child. That is so much fun. He said to himself. I don't think I, I ever never did an once egg hunt. went on an Easter egg hunt. Oh, yeah, I don't think I, I ever did either. You guys were sheltered. That's it. that's t- Well t-
6: we were Catholic. I mean, once Easter comes you spend the better part of I mean, you spend the entire Easter season as a Catholic figure practically whipping yourself over the back for all the awful things you've ever done and at the end they're like, Hey Kendi, that makes it all better, you know? You're sitting in church all day long, Easter weekend, every day, mm. talking about the crucifixion. You're doing Stations of the Cross in school, Lent. You get, I remember giving up television for Lent one year.
7: Well, that was a mistake. We
6: had, to give up something. we had to give up something for Lent. Well, how long did you have to go without TV? Forty
7: days. Lent's six weeks, I think. Right? The, oh, hell no! And then 40 days, something like
6: that? I think biblically it's 40 days. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's 40 days exactly, but it starts on Ash Wednesday. So from Ash Wednesday to e like I'm so far out of that whole thing mm-hmm. that Easter doesn't even register with me anymore. Like I didn't realize this Sunday was going to be Easter yeah. Sunday. We have Friday off because it's Good Friday. Good, <laughs> right? Yeah, Good Friday, yeah, thanks, Holy Alan. Thursday. All that. It doesn't even register with me. But as a kid growing up, and that's why because I got all my credits early. Uh, Oh, my God. Easter is just
7: nonstop. Like, you know, don't eat. Don't do this. You can't have this. Don't. We didn't do the Lent thing growing up. I mean, Easter was kind of a big deal, but it was more about the resurrection, not about the the giving stuff up thing. Because, I mean... When you're a Mormon, you've pretty much given everything up already. I was going to say, what is left? <laughs> you know left? Yeah, yeah right. hold your breath for forty days.
8: <laughs> <laughs> my my family never did Lent. Uh, my mom barely like fasted. Like she she would fast for like. She's um, too busy trying to get rent. Well, she she would forget. Like I, I'm like mom. Aren't you supposed to be fasting? She's like, oh yeah, that's right. I'll fast from like nine to midnight. I forgot, <laughs> so she wasn't. I think a it.
6: lot of people forget. Like I would, you know, yeah. I'd have a hot dog on Friday because I'd forget or I didn't care. Because I did Lent way longer than I should have. I mean, I remember being in my adult years, like in my 20s, still doing Lent. I was like, why am I doing this? We do it's fasting. So ridiculous.
7: Like at the, we we're supposed to fast the first Sunday of every month, so Saturday night we were supposed to have like skip dinner, and then so you have like your last meal you're supposed to do 24 hours, so you eat your lunch, and then you skip dinner, skip breakfast, and then when you get home from church at like noon, you'd have you'd break your fast. Oh, child And I never once in my entire <laughs> life did it. I, and I don't think any of my brothers or my sister ever did either, because it just made no sense to me. I didn't understand the purpose of it. So, like, I'd maybe skip breakfast, but that was, like, just because I'd wake up late for church anyway. you skip have to your breakfast. Yeah. Like, I, I would, it it never was something that I took serious, and I just thought it was so, and and it it was miserable, too, because it just meant that my parents were going to be cranky until next, like, right. after church the next right. day. Right. Because they were hungry. Mm-hmm.
6: Listen, I can, I I do, I appreciate, I'm a big fan of ritual, I appreciate that part of it, but as an adult, I'm like, I can do what I want to do, and Lent, for me, is a verb in the past tense. I don't mess with it anymore, but it takes a while to deprogram yourself, because when Ash Wednesday comes, I go, are you going to give up something for Lent? I'm like, no, I'm not going to give up something for Lent. What am I going to give up? Lent. (laughs) (laughs) Catholicism. Giving up Lent for Lent. Did you ever? Because kids would try to circle that square, and they'd mm -hmm. be like, I'm giving up broccoli. Stuff they already hated. (laughs) They'd say they were giving up. But as a kid, I was trying to impress God. So I would tell my mom, like, I'm going to give up television.
7: And she's like, wow, okay. That's a big one. And And you did it? You made
6: it? I did it. Wow. I did it. I'm screwing around. But as an adult, like... We, you know, people go. I'm gonna give up cursing. I'm gonna give up drinking. Okay, well, you know, drinking. Uh, there's a lot of people should be giving that up in the first place. <laughs> so, you know, if you want to shoehorn that in as something you're doing for Lent, you can do whatever you want. But it does. It's not, not even on my radar anymore. Did you put the ash on your forehead? I don't do
7: Ash Wednesday. No. But okay. did you when you were young? Yeah, oh you? yeah. yeah.
6: Well, listen. I've I've said I I, I have. Painstakingly recounted my Catholic upbringing on this program. From kindergarten through eighth grade, I went to Mass every single day, seven days a week. So by the time Lent came around, I'm like, what? Because in Catholic school, then you're going to, I'd go in the morning and then this class would go. So you had, the, you got doubled up? Yes. We, I didn't get a day off with my mom because we were going later on.
7: That was that's brutal. So
6: I spent the you know I, mean, I,
7: I spent a lot of time in church first too. First
6: thirteen years of my life just going to mass all but the doing time. Doing
7: two a day, so that's rough. Oh god. You didn't even have time to get any sins in between I sessions. couldn't do
6: any sinning. And I was trying, boy. Alan, where for the Easter egg hunt, I spray painted the dog poop in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, is great. Oh God. Yeah, and this year Easter's on April Fools. So I'm sure there'll be no shortage of uh, That's ha-ha-ha jokes yeah. on Twitter. Um, Hey, Tom.
10: Alan, hate the show. What's up, Tom? Oh, I'm with you as an adult. The only good thing about uh, Lent is all-you-can-eat fish fry on Friday at the church. Grab a couple beers after work, go there, load up for five bucks and leave a dollar in the collection plate and be on your merry way. Yeah,
6: the fish fries aren't bad, but I again, I, I would I'd forget about those too. I was a guy like eating pepperoni pizza on Friday cause I go, "Oh, it's oh, Friday. Yeah, I, I forgot." forgot yeah. You know,
7: just well, now what is that whole thing about cuz I never understood why is it just Friday that you can't eat meat? It depends on it...
6: if you believe in the Bible or if you believe in history. Yeah. The Bible, it was because of the symbolism of the fish and, you know, Jesus was a fisher of men and all that stuff. Okay. But historically, it was basically so the fishmongers can make some money. Ah. So they were like, give these guys a day where people are eating fish so these guys can, you know, whatever. But biblically, it's well, all symbolic. of the and loaves I love and a the good fishes. fish fry. Now,
7: I'm all for that. There's nothing wrong with it. It's delicious. They and, should uh, do them
6: year-round. A little bit off-topic,
10: Alan. I watched uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles for the first time in probably 15 years the other day. And that scene where John Candy's getting chastised in the hotel, and he tells me he's like a chatty Cassie doll. All I pictured was you and Cake when he's doing that, meh, <laughs> I, I lost it. No one else knew what I was laughing at, but...
6: Well, uh, str- strangely enough, uh, we have had conversations that uh, refer to that movie, but it's more along the "those aren't pillows" conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so you were close, Tom. Thank you, buddy. Uh, hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Ryan Italia. Hello. Going once. Uh,
11: Funny story. Um... <laughs> The church that I went to had, um, like, a big open field right next to it, and they would always have, like, an Easter egg hunt there. And there's one year I was, God, I must have been, like, four or five. We have video evidence of me lowering my shoulder into this one kid (laughs) to get to an egg. And he, like, went flying up into the air.
7: (laughs) So you were serious about those eggs? Yeah. What's that? You were serious about those eggs?
11: Oh yeah, I was, and my brother's uh, pretty good with uh, video editing. So a few years later, he uh, took that clip and he like put it in slow mo, and uh, he put that music behind it. I can't, I, I don't know the name of it, but it's like
8: probably yu
6: Oh yeah, oh chariots of fire.
11: Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's. Bunch of different. It's just the same shot over and over of me putting my elbow or my shoulder into this kid, and him flying into the air.
7: You got that on YouTube or Instagram or something? What I love to see. Yeah, what a that. proud yeah. moment! You can yeah. you can live on. Send that. me a link, man. I want, I want to see that. That's great. Um, kids hurt each other's the best. Yeah. Kids are cruel. Um.
5: Next time I go home, I'll take a. Look.
6: thank you Ryan Ryan is calling us from the outer rim of Jupiter Mm -hmm. and uh, we lost contact thank you for this Easter egg Mm -hmm. (laughs) hey what did you get for Easter oh I got a brand new phone
8: Revo Wireless
6: maybe what maybe Sprint there's a little trick to put in your pocket pound cake, for future use what do you mean Aren't you giving away gas cards
8: courtesy of Sprint on Saturday? It was a joke. Obviously, no one's going to buy a Rebel Wire. <clears throat> this
7: guy, he's got so much to learn. Yeah, but can you teach him?
6: No, but that's okay. Some things he's got to figure out on his own.
2: The final touch construction studios. This is the 50th anniversary of WMMS. Buzzard Radio. An I iHeart Radio Station. And this is the Alan Cox Show.
6: Five one nine two that are going to text uh, to me, AlanCockShow for literally everything else. Want to listen to the show there? Uh, you can do it there via iHeartRadio, or you can watch the live stream if you like. That's through our YouTube channel, uh, which you get to at the bottom of Show dot com, and those are always archived as well. Yep. If you really want to dig in uh, to the YouTube channel, I love the
7: story. We should of play video the... games. What's Sorry. That? Uh, We should play video games while we uh, do the show, because apparently that's what gets people watching live streams, is people playing Fortnite, like, breaks all these records on YouTube, because people just watch that stuff again and again. When we go to a break, we'll just send people to our Twitch channel? Yeah. Now,
6: yeah, I guess my son is way into Fortnite. But I'm still unclear as to what it is. I've asked him, and he's explained it, and I still don't know that I paid that close attention.
7: Think of it like a Royal Rumble type thing where they just put 100 people on a map, and you got to kill each other.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time.
2: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What Whoever
7: is. survives is the winner. Yep. That's okay. how it's been explained to me. I haven't actually played it, but that's like the most simple explanation I've heard. So it's not just some like open field infinite. Right. More, okay. Yeah, you, it, and I believe as people get killed, the map gets smaller and smaller. So you feel like you can, there's
6: force fields that come down, or yeah. you can get trapped in an area, right, and it right. kind of constricts on you? Okay. Yeah. I wonder why that's gotten so popular, just because you're just...
7: Because it's always different. Winnowing and, down. The, yeah. All right. Just, and there's, there's a couple different... I think uh, there's a few different games that have that same model, and people love it. Okay. Well, listen, I don't know what to tell you.
6: I do a radio show. Mm-hmm. I don't play video games. So uh, maybe in the breaks, we can play. <laughs> instead of you and Pound Cake talking, I could bring In a, the breaks, we'll play I'll bring in my Nintendo Switch.
7: 64. Yeah, we could play Mario Kart. That'd be fun. Sure.
6: I was in one of the, a couple of breaks ago, I was doing some work and I forgot to mute the live stream. Mm-hmm. So, as I'm listening through one ear to what I'm working on, in the other ear is you and Poundcake
7: talking, and all I hear is, gah,
12: gah, 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 you know, so I don't know yes. what you
7: guys were talking about, but. Yeah, we haven't made a new one today because we just were busy, but that's what he does. Gah, 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 gah. That's that's a Poundcake. He's very excitable. He's an excitable boy. Mm hmm. The story,
6: my favorite story today is a probation officer's pet goldfish died by poisoning. And this made the news. Someone who works for Cuyahoga County went to their office to find that their goldfish had been poisoned. Someone had dumped all the fish food, all the pellets, into the fishbowl. So, not so much
7: poison as much as overfed. overfed. Well they're calling it poisoning. I wouldn't say that's poisoning.
6: Poisoning, Bill. That's what they're calling it.
7: When okay. if you eat yourself to death, it's not you didn't poison yourself. Well maybe
8: if it if there's um, so much pellets and everything that covered up the Pellet poisoning? Of, well it covered up the water and it, he's not getting the nutrients he needs from like whatever, so yeah, it could be poisoning. It could be considered poisoning. If you were surrounded How did this get to the news? I don't know. How did how did anybody? Because someone get, did it at work, so it was
7: it was someone. But how is that a matter of public record? I don't know. Maybe it was a famous goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: maybe I, was it a famous goldfish? She went to feed her fish, and all the food was in there, and the fish didn't survive. She mentioned she told investigators that somebody tampered with an apple she had on her desk, and that when she left the day before, the fish was alive. A week later, a co-worker called and broke the bad news that her new fish had also died because somebody dumped whiteout and hand sanitizer in the fishbowl. Okay, There's your poisoning. Poison. So this is, she's two fish deep now. Somebody is killing this chick's fish.
7: There's something fishy about this whole investigation.
6: Down in Cuyahoga County, she's a probation officer. It's clearly somebody trying to send her a message.
8: Yeah, that ain't right. Why should the fish suffer? Yeah, why are you killing fish? The first pet I ever had was
6: a goldfish, and they don't really tell you how to do anything with it. How to do anything. So Mm -hmm. it's very easy to overfeed them, which I did. And I came back, and it was fat and dead. (laughs) Not the next day. Fat, dead, and happy. Fat, dead, and happy. But hey, listen. Uh, Follow me on this. Poison. P-O-I-S-O-N. You add an S to that, and you get Poisson. Which is the French word for fish. Coincidence? Coincidence? (laughs) (laughs) Or
8: French Tim Allen over here. (laughs) No, it's from Little Mermaid. Oh. Follow me on this. Yeah. Maybe someone poisoned the fish because they wanted to tell her, soon you're going to be sleeping with the fishes.
6: It's kind of an old timey thing, though, isn't it? I mean, it's do people still thingy. say? No, I know, I know yeah. that, but uh, would it sends you tell a them, message probation? Why didn't they just put a horse's head in her desk? Well, that's expensive. Well, that, Where that are we going to get
8: a horse? <laughs> yeah, how would you sneak that in? Uh, pr-
7: probation <laughs> officer cannot afford a horse. They can afford a port right. of
8: goldfish. A horse's yeah. head? Just get you know, like you, you. would get something like small, like a skunk or a sloth or something.
4: A sloth. A
8: <laughs> sloth. You know the a sloth, sloth a that's indigenous little to little Northeast sloth. Ohio.
6: You imagine the work. That would go into beheading a horse. It would be a lot. Great scene in The Godfather. It would be a lot of work. That's not not a small animal. No, to decapitate, the neck's all muscle. Gotta be all strong. You'd have to saw that thing off. I don't think you could just chop.
7: You'd really have to go to town. Alright, so maybe the fish was a symbol for her favorite band, Fish, and... She ate some fish food ice cream that was in the freezer at work that was not hers. And that's how they're getting revenge. I hope somebody's writing all these down, because it's starting to make a lot of
6: sense Mm -hmm. to me. You wanted to know what my favorite conspiracy theory is that I could be true? This one. This one.
7: The The fish food, fish murder. The
6: fish that keep getting poisoned in the Cuyahoga County probation officer's desk.
8: Or
7: Ooh.
6: first one gets overfed, next one is fed white out and hand sanitizer.
7: Maybe the poisoner is a big fan of the band poison, doesn't like the band fish, which the probation officer does, wanted to prove that poison better than fish. By the way, they are
6: investigating this as an instance of workplace violence. The fish deaths are being investigated.
8: They need to stop fishing for information.
6: All right. Disciplinary action will be taken if the investigation shows that a coworker poisoned the fish. Criminal charges are also possible. I was
8: going to say, what's the consequences for that? Could you imagine in 90 days? What'd you do? Oh, I poisoned a goldfish. Say so, cuz.
7: What the do they say when high. you end up in, as a new uh, prisoner in jail?
4: New fish, uh, right? New, you're fish. a new fish in jail, right? Uh, what color your flag?
8: Gold.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> what is fish murder? Is it is it, is it, is it ichthycide or I don't know what the root word is. An ichthyologist is a fish doctor. I know that. Well, fish murder. I don't know what that would be called. Ichthyside. That seems awfully clunky. Yeah, I don't know. Fish but our murder. thoughts and prayers are with this uh, probation officer uh, down at West 6th who has so far lost two fish pals <laughs>
8: this probation like office there there's like a police station down there on
6: West 6th uh it's it's in a it's in like an office building it's yeah. not i don't think it's part of the uh
8: i don't know they have a lot of part of the
6: jail system down there I was going to say Anybody remember Fish Police? It was a no. comic book I was a kid, and then they turned it into a cartoon, short-lived cartoon. Yeah, I don't know in that Early really. '90s. I wonder if that's involved at all. I, I, I would hate to think that we've already exhausted the potential ridiculous conspiracy theories behind this, but we may have. Mm. It may be as simple as a coworker doesn't like this lady. That's. We don't Not know what she's likely, like. likely,
7: though. I think it's we've much deeper. The, okay. It's, it, it has to be much deeper than that. All right. I think it is a situation where... You think she needs to dive a little deeper? <laughs> she... <laughs> uh, we're going to have to yeah cast out a few different theories.
8: Uh, don't get uh, strung up on a line. No. Mm-hmm.
7: I'm going to let that one go.
8: Uh, don't
6: take the bait. Ooh. All right. Well, listen, I will let the investigators do... All I can do is hope that it comes to a uh, peaceful resolution. But I will let the investigators do their job. Imagine you're the person who gets that gig. A blind sinker. The person who's like, yeah, we need you uh, down here at uh, the, the Marion building immediately. What is it? There's some workplace violence. He's like, woohoo! I'm back from vacation. I get to investigate some workplace violence. What happened? We got two dead fish on our hands. Morton, whatever his name, I don't know. (laughs) We've got two dead fish on our hands. I need you to get to the
8: bottom of it. But see, I don't think I would necessarily be discouraged from that because there's some expensive fish out there. Like, I know I have a friend of mine who has. Yeah, but not goldfish. I I know, I know. What's they say? It's not Deuce Bigelow's mm -hmm. tank. Yeah, when they say, like, Fish. I'm like, oh yeah, like we got some sharks. You got some stingrays. Like two, three thousand dollar fish. Like that's interesting. That's a, that's exotic. But then they say goldfish you got from you know PetSmart. I'm like, what the hell? I just always thought that th-
6: why pay a lot of money for something that could probably so easily be killed by I'll like kill you, know, you. Oh well, no, but like if you, I mean, not a not a violent fish. I'm not talking about a barracuda, but people that spend like you said a couple grand. Like a rare sunfish, it's but then beautiful. you got to you got to right, but you got to keep the pH balance of the water exactly right. Yeah, it's you got to work. Oh yeah, you don't just put it in a cage and give it some carrots. My, yeah, my, Josh
7: on the live stream said he spent about fifteen hundred dollars on his pet fish, and he would burn down someone's house if they poisoned it.
6: Right, he's, he's but really that's a fish. That's great, but you're also stupid for paying fifteen hundred dollars for a fish, something that, by definition, is not real hardy. You could just come back and. uh you could be floating and you're out 1500 bucks yeah, with
7: but no you foul the, play
8: whatsoever. They know you the want lifespan. the tank.
7: Yeah, they want the tank to look nice. I mean, people can get really it ornate oh, I know. extreme fish tanks. They're really yeah, really cool.
8: Yeah, my, I mean my roommate's paid I don't, I don't know exactly how much altogether, but it was a large amount of money for the the uh jellyfish that they have. And they're not big jellyfish. Like I think they get bigger, but right now they're like I don't know. Um maybe like small lily pad size. Like they're not very big. Aren't they lonely in there? There's three of them.
7: Yeah, but they're missing their friends.
8: <laughs> the peanut
4: butter fish. Oh. You stink! <laughs> he needs some crickets for that.
8: Cricket bomb. Cricket bomb. Yeah, I knew it was butter, coming. Peanut butter I, fish. I was ready for it. All right. But, like, a, a good fish tank for, like, if you have a beautiful house and you have, like, a, uh, a fish tank the size of a wall. And you have like some stingrays, some some sharks, and you know like some exotic fish in there. Fish that if you touch them, one time they'll kill you. Like they're poisonous. I like to see that type of stuff. Those are cool fish.
7: Okay, if you want to take pound cake on a fancy date, aquariums.
8: I've been to that aquarium. I wasn't fascinated by.
7: You that. gotta go to a better aquarium. You weren't fascinated
8: Cleveland. by the aquarium. Is that what you said? No, that not the not the one here. I, actually, I I prefer the rainforest in um at the Cleveland Metro Park though than the aquarium. Okay, so take them to the
6: rainforest. Pittsburgh's rainforest got a good aquarium, a though. they got a great aquarium.
7: Yeah, so you got to get out of Cleveland. Okay. Cleveland's aquarium's still up and coming. You need a tried and true. Next time
6: you're in Chicago, t- take advantage of that entire museum campus. Go to the
8: aquarium. Go to the field museum. I thought there was going to be fish inside of the uh, the Navy Pier. Because, like, you know, they had that out uh, the greenhouse. I was like, ooh, is there some fish in here. So I was like <laughs> walking in there. I was like. They have fish inside of like the, the little pond, but they don't have like an aquarium. They're like, yeah, it's not an aquarium. It's just like a, you know, a tourist. The attraction. Navy Pier. Yeah, I haven't been there in ten years, uh, easy. When we went to Boystown, we, you know, that was part of our tourist place. Huh? So we went there and uh, downtown to the bean and stuff. But yeah, <laughs> what? Just <the laughs> way you say Bean is it's funny. A,
6: downtown to the
8: bean. Downtown <laughs> to the
6: bean. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's fine. I'm. I'm glad that you took in some of the. Local tourist culture. But if you're into fish, next time you're there, go to the aquarium. Okay. Knock your socks off. They got sharks. Whales? They might have a whale. Wow. Yeah. An orca or something, you know? I don't know. But I hope they get to the bottom of this uh, stupid fish murder. Yeah, that's a pretty crazy story.
7: It's just so... so The fact that it is a story is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That's an HR situation, unless they're taking it to national or local news, whatever. It's in the news.
6: If you killed someone's fish here at work, it would not end up in the news. No. Does anybody even have a fish here? Don't know. Not anymore. (laughs) I don't know. Gill or be gilled. (laughs) There you go. I couldn't think of a gill one, but... uh... Well done. Yeah, no, it would not show up in the news. Granted, a fake fire would show up in the news.
3: Just Apparently. a little bit of smoke, yeah.
6: Yeah, a little bit of smoke, yeah. Your favorite radio station, they, like the local news was covering that. Your favorite radio stations are on fire. Oh, they did
8: cover that? Were there people on do Oh,
7: yeah. Just because I don't we're burning through, through money does not mean we're on fire. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I don't know. I don't know who was in front. I don't know if it was a man in the scene type situation. But even if there's smoke, they have to send out the whole fire brigade. Man. So I'm sure it was quite
8: the spectacle. It but was. Yeah. How does that end up on the local news? Let me tell you what. I went to. I was at my morning job right across the street. Right. And I, I got to work and everyone was pressed up against the window. They're like, "You might not have to go to work today, pound cake." I'm like, "What you talking about? Like, I need my job."
6: Like, but it's not <laughs> like you saw flames licking the building. That no, would be I different. Didn't. You but know. Everyone,
8: but everyone was outside. Like. Everyone was pressed up against the window, and then they, the fire trucks, the ambulance, came. I'm like, oh, this is serious. So I'm like, I text doogie because I was like, apparently people were telling me that they had to stop their interview early because they smelled smoke. So I text her, I'm like, uh, is everything good? Like, is the studio? She's like, yeah, we're outside. Everyone smelled smoke, but, you know, we're still standing outside. I'm like, hmm, I was like, is this going to be cleared around, like, one? I was like, I'm definitely going to work today. So I didn't even bother, like, texting you. But I just was looking at everyone, because apparently they they heard it on the broadcast. So it was a big deal to people who did not know.
6: I mean, listen, a few years ago, there was a gas leak in this building, and we had to get out. I'm like, look, if they're still having the radio shows do their shows, then there's no fire. Mm -hmm. If, you know, well, some people are out of the building, but they're still on the air. Okay, well, then they're not in immediate danger, is my point. Well, no. When there was a gas leak a few years ago, they came and said, you gotta get, well, I was in the middle of a show, they're like, get
8: out now. Until we figure out what this is. I just had to start playing random music. What I was explaining to people is that there's an alarm that goes off. Because they were like, there's an alarm that's going off in the background. I was like, that that happens all the time. Well, not all the time, but... Yeah, I heard that um, when they are interviewing Mike the Miz. Yeah, but, but I was like, that could be like an off-air alarm. You know, if one of the stations goes off-air for like 30 seconds, the alarm goes off. And I was like, it, they probably could have thought it was that. And they were like, no, it sounded like a fire alarm. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then sure enough, they were like... Everyone's the, out of the building.
7: Well, the off-air alarm sounds a lot like a fire alarm, too. That's what I'm saying. And they yeah. saw the
8: lights flashing, but then when I, I looked out the window from the other building...
7: It doesn't, saw, it's just not an alarm that goes, off-air, off-air,
8: <laughs> off-air, no, off-air. That's what I was explaining to them, <laughs> mm-hmm. but they didn't understand.
7: Yeah.
8: They're not in the biz. And They're in show I, business. Yeah, I looked at the windows, and I saw all four levels of the building had the lights flashing. I was like, okay, that's not
7: Yeah,
6: that's heart. not that, a that's show. Awful. must go on. <sighs> Alan, I think you guys were ignoring a possible tie-in with Lent, Oh. with these fish murders.
8: Snitches get beef, fishes, yeah. right? What is mm-hmm. What was that? Facetious, <laughs> <laughs>
4: <Fish-ish>. facetious, facetious.
8: <laughs> oh, he's being facetious.
4: Hey, that was a big, that was a good grab, pancake. Mm-hmm. Okay.
8: If I would have pronounced it correctly, he swung
6: but, for the fences with that. You got to take risks. Alan, I think it's a red herring to distract <laughs> from a larger crime. All right. Maybe it's the deep state. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine had a one hundred gallon tank and his little nephew fed the fish top job, the cleaner.
7: Oh, and killed them killed all. Killed
6: all the fish. That's not good. People want to know what your uh, what his roommates are gonna do with the jellyfish if they're traveling nurses. Yeah, well. You a, can't travel with a jellyfish.
8: That I do not know. I don't I don't know. I think are they, you,
6: that means you're gonna be in mm. charge of the jellyfish. You can be oh a daddy. No, no,
8: I cannot afford the place where I live all by myself. When they leave,
6: I'm leaving. Oh, well, I thought they were like coming. Oh, I see. They're not just traveling for work. They're moving occasionally. Yeah, well, they, like oh, you get recruited. They'd be
7: bouncing by, around,
6: right?
8: Yeah, yeah the the agency that they'll like be employed by, they'll find them housing. So they'll take whatever they want with them, or they'll put whatever they don't <laughs> want in storage. Mike and Parma says
0: no purchase necessary. void were prohibited by law. eighteen plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
6: The scales of justice are at work <laughs> in the prosecutor's office. Hey, David
12: Hello, thank you. um so I just wanted to uh comment on Alan. You said earlier that um fish were you know kind of fragile and they could die. Um, and, and well, some are. And that is true. Um, however, a lot of fish um, are a lot more hardy than people think. I've been keeping fish for a while now. I actually have a pet more eel. And as long as you don't stress them out too much, they can live for a very long time in oh, cases.
7: Same with
6: people. That's what I'm saying. How the hell do you know what stresses a fish out?
7: Well, the biggest... <laughs> no more gun talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I uh, why am I going to bear arms? I don't even have hands. I don't have arms. <laughs> what stresses
6: your moray eel out?
12: Um, my moray eel hes actually kind of dumb, so nothing really stresses him out. Um, he will tie himself in knots frequently. And Just for the halibut? It. <laughs> um, which is a giant tank, so that shouldn't happen. But um, I once had a power outage at my house for a week, and I was out of town, and I didn't know it. Um and when I came home, all my fish were, like, in hibernation. Uh, however, once I just warmed the water up, uh, they were all fine, uh, which I was very surprised at. So fish can actually be surprisingly hardy.
6: So you've got the moray eel in with different kinds of fish?
12: Yes. This is a zebra moray, so they're very docile.
6: What, um, and what attracted you to this species?
12: Um, well, actually, um, I got the fish tank... To take care of my cat. I know hang on with me here. Um, my cat um has separation anxiety, so I took her to a pet psychologist and the pet psychologist suggested that I get it a pet fish and I thought that was crazy, so I just got like a fish bowl and it you know, ten centimeter feeder fish. We need and a girlfriend. The cat
7: was yeah, watching your... but, but,
12: it.
6: but aren't they but aren't those poisonous?
12: Uh, no so um no it, it, it's not poisonous but the cat basically would watch the fish and I figured hey if I'm gonna get a fish tank I might as well get the coolest fish tank there is so I made the decision to go a uh, more eel over a stingray um, and I felt doing it hmm. <laughs>
6: Well, I had to Google moray eel, it says they're a cosmopolitan family of eels. So you know they're always going to brunch, and it's a whole oh, thing. Yes. Very basic this fish. Moray eel is such a Miranda.
12: It is, my champagne bill is just
6: right. He's <laughs> got to keep that tank full of bubbly. All right, thank you, David. Wait,
7: David, what does your girlfriend think of all that? Exactly. <laughs> There's exactly she, your he's answer. Gone, yeah.
6: Hey listen, I, I I can appreciate people who want to look at something fantastic like that. It just seems like so much work. It is. But to keep these these animals in stasis and whatever you gotta do and like the untire eel. Yeah, they can grow up to like thirteen feet.
8: Yeah, I mean, like it—it it, it would be a lot of work for you know the average person who wants to spend all that money. That—that that is crazy. But if you're a rich person and you have a nice house and you want a huge fish tank, you get someone to take care of those. So you—you you just pay someone. So. I understand why people want them. When, I just would never have the nerve to get one.
6: When we were doing the Easter egg hunt with my daughter on Sunday, it was at the Lake Erie Nature Center, which is over there in near Bay Village. And, you know, you're walking around inside afterward, and you're just looking at the the animals. They're wildlife. they got birds outside, and they got lizards inside. Lizards, I get. You put a heat lamp on them. You give them some mice. You're good to go. Right? I mean, they sit there all day long. My dad, whatever. My dad has a
7: fish tank, and I... I like it. it. It's a nice like centerpiece of the room, and it is a giant like one of those massive Deuce Bigelow type tanks. It's not that big. I mean, it's Ace Ventura. It's, it's a large fish tank, and he loves it because one, it's like a calming thing, and it, it it's like built into the house. So, oh, it otherwise, is? it's going to look kind of grimy if it's But it's like not in there. the wall. Yeah. Oh, that's and there's cool. There's like a little room behind it, underneath the, uh, just like go behind the couch, and okay. it's, a, it's a pretty cool setup, and then he loves feeding the fish with his grandkids. So whenever the little kids are over, he'll give them little frozen worm balls, and <laughs> they'll throw them in there, and the fish eat them, and Frozen the kids go worm crazy. balls? Yeah. It's more like a cube, actually. All right. But yeah, I mean, that's... Something it's, he it's likes super, to do with the kids. It's something he likes to do with the kids, and it's not a ton of maintenance, and it keeps them busy, so he likes that... You know, everybody's moved out of this house. He doesn't have a lot to do.
0: Right. So,
6: Alan, there's got to be some kind of squid pro quo (laughs) with this probation officer who keeps having her fish killed. Do you think the fish murderer was a grouper, just an individual? (laughs) (laughs) All right, got it. Thank you for the uh, fish puns. I appreciate that. Alan... Pancake has gotten a lot funnier since he's been around you and Bill.
7: Yeah, well, we're funny people. We rub off on people.
6: I was just rubbing off on Poundcake before the show today. Ugh. So hopefully...
7: Well, I never... He, he he didn't notice. That was walleye. but <laughs>
6: Walleye never. Wow. I would like to know what they... This is turning into a pretty crappy segment.
8: <laughs> what? I would like to know what they think uh, is funnier about me. Like... What, am I more punny? Am I more... uh, I I think you're less one-note for one thing. Well,
6: I'll tell you what it is. With Erica having been gone, and Erica's just out taking care of herself for a bit, but she'll be back. With one less voice, the pacing of the show is different. And so it's a bit... There's a bit more room to breathe. True. And so I think maybe that's... And especially when the two of you... When she's here and the two of you are tag-teaming each other... It's, it's a, you know It can get to a fever
8: pitch. You should see us on the weekends.
6: No, I shouldn't. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know. Hey, hello. Who's this?
8: Uh, Rod. Hey, I got
6: a quick one. Rod. On. Hello, Rod. <laughs> That's a pun in and of itself in this conversation. Hello,
8: Rod.
11: I got a granddaughter. About a couple years back, I'm guessing she was about four, had a, uh, a goldfish and decided she wanted to um, cuddle with it. Tells her mom the next day, she takes it to her and says, Mom, there's something wrong with my fish. <laughs> she reached in the bowl, pulls it out, decides she's going to sleep with the fish. I, you know, I guess no one ever, but her mother was like, oh, my God, it just cracked me up when I heard this
6: story. Oh, cuddle fish, not cuttle <laughs> yeah. fish. With, cuddle with her fish, yeah. Cuddle with she her fish. She cuddled
7: with her fish, not a cuddle fish. Gotcha. Understood. Uh-huh. I, was, I was confused there. So it's one thing to sleep with the fishes, but when the fish sleeps with you— that's that's when they have to worry.
12: Hey, how about the song years ago, uh, Kip Adana,
11: uh, Wet Dream? Do you remember that?
7: Kip Adana, Jesus. Is that guy still alive?
11: I have no idea. It's probably been 10 years ago. I don't know, but they used to play it. Uh, I used to hear it years ago. It was the comedian. Um, Ooh,
6: yeah. Yeah, I that ago. baby out, huh? All right. Thank you, Rod. I appreciate it. Alan Poundcake has really found his perch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I, I just like the notion of the people who are texting, who are racking their brain for fish puns.
7: You mean like I'm doing right now? <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, that's why I'm, I'm letting everybody else, uh, everybody else do. I'm not. Uh...
7: Well, I mean, it's one of those things where you just kind of gotta seize the day. Carp, ADS <laughs>
12: <laughs> Right.
7: Kipadada. I don't think we have that in there anymore. I remember don't know that I don't even know what he that was a is.
6: comedian right like a hundred years ago he was on like HBO specials and stuff I'm not familiar yeah he's from outside Chicago so he was kind of in the bloodstream of the area when I was growing up he was on the Tonight show and he was on like all those early 70s music variety shows there's a show called the Midnight special and yeah he was on that He did a song called Wet Dream that I think people thought was funny. It was
1: April the 41st. Being a quadruple leap year, I was driving in downtown Atlantis. My barracuda was in the shop, so I was in a rented stingray, and it was overheating. So I pulled into a shell station. They said I'd blown a seal. You can see where this is going. Yes, I said it. Fix the damn thing and leave my private life out of it, okay, pal? While they were doing that, I walked over to a place called the Oyster Bar. A real dive. But I knew the owner. He used to play for the Dolphins. Basically the past
7: forty minutes <laughs> on the show. That's
1: right.
6: <laughs> Set to music. That's right. He used to play for the Dolphins. I said, Hi, Gil. You have to yell, he's hard of herring. Oh, so geez. yeah, that was someone's song. Man, I love the right wing nuts that are clinging to this Stormy Daniels pupil theory. Have What's you seen that? any of this? No. So Stormy Daniels did the big 60 Minutes interview with Anderson Cooper on Sunday night, and because everything she's saying, everyone knows is true. Okay, Mm -hmm. She's very well spoken. She was not playing the victim card. She's just
7: laying out the facts. That's
6: what happens when you're telling the truth. Except when you can't argue with her setup, they go right to, but did you see her eyes? Her eyes were, her pupils were massively dilated. This is another one of these things where actual doctors have to come out and tell the rubes. You know, like when Rick Santorum is trying to tell the Parkland kids and the March for Our Lives kids, why don't you learn CPR?
7: Yeah, deal with your own problems.
6: Right. And then actual doctors and scientists have to go, hey, dumbass, it doesn't do anything for trauma victims, you putts. So all these people, Stormy Daniels, that room had plenty of light. And your, her pupils are dilated. She was clearly a cracked-out porn star. And the doctors are like, yeah, got nothing to do with it. Dilated, your pupils can be dilated from stress. They, plenty of things can dilate yeah.
8: your pupils. But
6: you guys are so smart. I'm sure you already knew that.
8: And if they're following the Bible, they would know that it says the truth can come from a hellish mouth. So even if she is a cracked-out porn star... She could be telling the truth. That doesn't Bible says the truth can come from a hellish mouth. Yep, the truth can come from a hellish mouth. Just, All right. Just because a person is of sin does not mean they can't. The truth possibly can come to- from a shellfish mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Just when I think I'm out, they reel me right back in. <laughs> he can't help it. <laughs> I am yeah. funnier than I'm on. See, <laughs> look at that. Yeah. Once
6: we who knew that Pound Cake's uh, brass ring was gonna be fish puns. Yeah. <laughs> Man. The doctor's are like, yes, there are plenty of things that can dilate your pupils. And that about chums it up. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're wiping your hands of that, as you should, frankly. <laughs> you got to sell it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, these uh, people who... You know, can't get their heads around the fact that Stormy Daniels is not lying. You know, oh,
7: and also it's not going to change anything. So why do they care so much?
6: Well, yeah, right. I mean, this is just them kind of chumming up the waters, if Mm -hmm. you will. But uh, yeah, they laid out uh, CNN or somebody did the way they sat. And again, I I understand that they have to fill up 24 hours a day of programming, seven days a week. I get it, but they keep doing these focus groups. With Trump voters, with female evangelical mm-hmm. Trump voters, like they check all those boxes. I don't know why they expect these people to change their minds. They're like, no. showing them the Stormy Daniels interview, what does that make you think? You know exactly what they're going to
7: say. They don't change their minds about anything. That's why they're still evangelicals. Like, they don't, they, they believe one thing and they stick with it. Well,
6: by the way, the evangelical movement was never about Jesus. It was about political power. So Mm -hmm. I don't know why people are so surprised. They're like, well, that's not very Christ-like. It was never about that. It was about changing the culture to make politics more religious. That's all, it's like anybody else trying to get power politically. It had nothing to do with Jesus. So when people are like, why are they following them if they're evangelicals? Like, because that's, that's a feature, not a bug. They want to turn politics into religion. It's not about the minutia of behavior. So, but they keep doing these panels,
7: and I don't know why they're doing it because because it's one of those things. It's that is the you're wasting CNN these women's version. time. I know, but it's like the it, that's like the the cable news version of Maury doing the you are not the you father. You're not the father. It's just easy to do. You're going to have people that watch it. It's going to get. People talking, so you just you can always go to it. And who are the women who agree to do these? Uh, people want to be on TV. I guess. Of course, they do. They want to speak their piece. they want to say what they got to say. Yeah. Uh,
8: hey, Rick. Hey, Rick. He might be turning his radio off again. Oh, okay. You know, he always—it's across to... the room. <laughs> See, he's coming. <laughs> Hello, Rick. Hello. How are you, buddy, Mister
5: Allen? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm. I, I no. I'll be glad when Miss Ed comes back. I got my uh, champagne glass, but I want to take her time. And when she comes back, I'm going to pop that champagne.
4: You're popping champagne when Erica I'm comes
6: back. You way. know I what? We'll was, all I'm, pop some champagne with you, Rick.
5: Okay. I'm, I'm serious. I know. I, I believe you. I actually have, I have my uh, you know, champagne glass. What
6: kind it. of champagne?
5: It's a French. I, I can't even pronounce the name of
6: it. Okay. Where did you get it?
5: I got it from uh, I had somebody buy it
6: for me. Okay, and, and will you be drinking it out of a flute or a glass or what?
5: A uh, uh, champagne glass. Okay. I have, I have class about my.
6: I agree. Life. I know that you do. That's precisely why I asked. I'm trying to drill down, Rick. <laughs> you're a, I know you're a worldly man.
5: Well, I don't run the street like you think I do.
6: I what? I don't run the street. I know you don't run the street. I know you used to run the street, Rick. <laughs> yeah, now you're
5: ki- now you're kicking back, drinking
6: fancy French champagne.
5: Hey, that's why I go, man. There you some learn and some don't learn. That's right. Well, anyway, how you doing, Bill? I'm doing great. Yeah, uh, are we playing in Cleveland tonight? Oh, oh no, it's in Miami. Oh, we are playing
7: Heat. Yeah, because we're on. A, it's a three game road trip that started Sunday in Brooklyn, and it's Miami tonight and. Uh, I can't remember the last one.
5: Okay, we stay on the road, though.
7: We? Yeah, we're 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 out there for a bit, but we are, we're we're de- we're looking good. We're five game win streak. Yeah. Things are starting to click.
5: Yeah. So you think we're gonna take uh,
7: Miami tonight? I think I think we will. I think they're a pretty okay team, but we can the way we've been playing, having All Kevin Love back, I feel like we can take this one. No problem.
6: Got to watch out for that Chris Bosh, Rick.
5: Yeah.
7: Nope.
5: Uh, okay, I heard you. I- Hey, hey Bill, so what is my army's record?
7: Oh, uh, they are. Let's see. I want to say they're like just about 500, like around like 38 or 39 wins.
5: Okay. So
7: they're 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 battling for that like eighth playoff spot.
5: Okay. Um, it's one more question I had. Um, God, you slipped my mind. Is
7: Alonzo Morning playing? Yes, he is. No, he's not. I'm <laughs> sorry. He hasn't played in many years.
5: Tim Harway. Oh, I know what the question is. Hey, Mister Bill. Yes. How many games we have rec- left in regular
7: season? Uh, I think nine. Okay. So one, mm-hmm. two, three. Four. That's a lot of games. So. Mm-hmm. All right, there yeah, you go.
5: That, not really. Not, Gary now, Payton's that, playing tonight too. Yeah, but man, I'm not too much into baseball. I like football and basketball.
7: I think ten. Ten games tonight is our.
5: Hey, 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 uh, uh, um. Hey, you make me forget my
6: thought again. Oh, no. Well, just in time, Rick. I've got to go, buddy. Oh,
2: dog it. Oh. Dog it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now I must leave you as the Brady Bunch is on, and I find four of those children incredibly arousing.
3: <laughs> Get out of here.
2: Be careful of what you say.
1: Be careful in every way. Be careful of what you say. You do, big brother is watching you. Be circumspect and discreet. Stay light on your mental feet. One slip, and you know you're through. Big brother is watching you. Conform with our directives. Remember, obedience pays. screen remember it works both ways you'll disappear in a wink unless you can double think you'll vanish into the blue big brother is
2: watching you The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. And everywhere you go on our free iHeartRadio app.
4: Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lopper.